Ladies and gentlemen, uh, 81, I think. 81? I think so, yeah. Yeah, 81. Uh, as you see in the title. Doing a little uh, doing a little tribute to the uh, the late the late animal. Reunited with his tag team partner. Mm-hmm. Hawk up in, up in uh, heaven, pearly gates, whatever your beliefs are. <laughs> They're somewhere together, hopefully. Yeah, so, um, so they said he was 60 and he died of natural causes. That's a little younger. I, mean, yeah. I, guess yeah. could, I guess you could be... 18 and die of natural causes, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, let's be real. I'm sure life of partying and substances that were probably used to... Steroids didn't help. Yeah. They did. I assume it was the ticker. I, I, yeah. yeah. I just make that assumption. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in the 80s, everyone's on steroids, so it's not like, oh, he's a bad person. I mean, No, no. It, but doing steroids does affect your heart Like yes. later on in life. It, it is That's doing. what killed Warrior. Yeah. So... um yeah, so we have a lot to cover. Uh, we are going to do a Brian has a whole thing for uh, for uh, Animal. Um, we're going to get into this week in wrestling really quick, and then uh, you have some history. Uh, little history things going to be the Animal thing tonight, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had other things planned. I'll I'll, I'll run through them like super quick. I won't get into any detail. Uh, just super super quick because yeah, I, I had everything planned out, and then hey, yeah, one of okay. the uh, one half of the greatest tag team of all time died. So. You yeah. got to call an audible. I agree. But, uh, um, but yeah, but real quick, before we get started, just make sure you check the links below. If you are watching now, hit that share button. Let people know that we are, uh, we're a thing. Let people know we exist. <laughs> um, we do have a Facebook group if you want to come talk wrestling with us. Uh, it is it is over on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram, uh, Twitter. Uh, give us a subscribe on YouTube. If you're watching this on YouTube now, then make sure you hit the like. And if you're that guy who hits thumbs down and everything, I still bless your heart. You're amazing. Um but yeah, so uh, and then we have the merch tour, the merch, yeah, merch tour, the merch. Oh, we're going on tour. We're going on tour. Yeah, and merch store. Um, we the the other shows have been uh, kicking ass. Truth behind illusion has been pushing merch out mm-hmm. like crazy. Awesome. And we are getting closer to getting the new headphones. So oh, cool. we're getting we're hitting we're we're close to that goal. So if you want to help us uh, get some better equipment and help support the show, you get to do so by getting some cool merchandise. Now the merchandise's prices are brand new. They're all very very low. Uh, we reduced them heavily, so we don't make too much on merch but it's more or less to get you guys out there rocking some cool stuff and spreading the word because you know we're not famous um well andy's not yet we're working yeah, on Andy. um but you know usually if only famous people's podcasts get listened to so you got to help out the uh we're coming at you joe rogan yeah we're coming for you joe um yeah so you got to help out the the small guys when you can um and speaking of podcasts check out the links below for brian uh he he's a podcaster himself he's part of the project humanoid um which is a wrestling reference all on its own and uh check out murder my dude we'll get a little more information on that towards the end of the show but check the links below for all that support i know the head the head link right now is uh still tony deppin's 
uh, brewery. He is looking. They're looking to raise some money for mm -hmm. a Kickstarter. Uh, so if you want to help out Tony Deppin's brewery, uh, it is part. Of, it's two friends of mine as well, uh, the Budwash brothers. They are opening a brewery in downtown Pottsville, and they need some money for renovations. Uh, they make fantastic beers. It's going to be a great local business, and they are in partner with a wrestler. And because our show is wrestling themed, you know, help Tony Deppin out. He's a good dude. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, go check that link out. Yeah, definitely help them out. Local business. All right, um, you, let's 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 hold off on the animal stuff till later, and let's get through um, Friday Night SmackDown. Friday Night SmackDown, uh, not the most wrestling heavy show in the world. Uh, <laughs> match wise, match wise, you had Cesaro beating Grand Metalik with the neutralizer. A match apparently, and I, just, I read this somewhere. Vince hated Vince McMahon hated so much he wanted them to go to the finish during commercial. <laughs> Oh boy! Wow. Uh, then we had Nikki Cross beating Lacey Evans with a neckbreaker, and uh, AJ Styles beat Sami Zayn with a roll-up. Roman Reigns and Jey Uso, Jey Uso, even beat Sheamus and King Corbin in a uh, what was it a Samoan street fight they called it? Okay, yeah, yeah. And then angle-wise on SmackDown, The Miz is suing Otis. At uh, the very beginning, <laughs> he kind of goaded Otis into beating him up and stripping him down to his tidy whities then he was on the phone with some shady lawyer type uh, after the afterward, and then he uh, they had a backstage thing after that where Otis is talking with Tucker and he gets served with papers. Basically, the Miz is threatening to sue Otis unless he hands over the money in the bank briefcase. They teased a little bit of dissension between Lindsay Dorado and Kalisto, uh, saying the fiend now puts Alexa Bliss in a trance. How funny is it, by the way, <laughs> that there is a, a whole angle about somebody where you can make them do something by saying the name, and that person is Alexa. Yeah. And then uh, Bailey attacks <laughs> Sasha again to try to break her neck. Uh, Jeff Hardy attacks Sami Zayn and AJ Styles. That sets up a three-way uh, ladder match for Clash of Champions this weekend. We'll run down the card for that later. And then Big E returns also, and he attacked Sheamus and a security guard. Yeah, the, the one of the main things I kind of like with the I want to just talk about the Money in the Bank thing. So is that a better move if just Miz just somehow gets it? Yes, I'd rather have John Morrison have it just because I think John Morrison is the best of the three. But I'd rather Miz than Otis. Yeah, um, and I th then I think they were like, okay, Vince was like, I'm done with the Miz, or I'm done with uh, Otis. Let's how do we get this off him? Yeah, we'll send Mandy to SmackDown so that way we get it out of that. Well, that's part of the Raw. story too, where Miz had he worked his magic to get Mandy sent over there. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, overall, SmackDown. Uh, eh, <laughs> that's my rating score. Eh. I think everyone would say that. I'm, I'm, I am interested in Alexa thing. Let's just see where it goes. Yeah, it's like, well, Fiend's going to kind of be a good guy now, so I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to do there. And the Roman thing is, is kind of interesting, too, but everything else I don't give two shits it's about. A, it's a weird first matchup for Roman, though. Yeah. It's fucking Jey Jay Uso. Yeah. That's, so he has to just beat the hell out of him, right? Uh, like you would think. Yeah. I'm thinking, like, I'm thinking back to when Austin turned, and the first thing he did after he turned at WrestleMania 17 was just beat the hell out of Jim Ross. I think uh, it'll just be a thing where he cheats and he maybe attacks Jay after the bell and, and it's something like that. Yeah, that's my that's my cord. Uh, uh, yeah, oh, I'm trying uh, to loosen yeah. you up here. Yeah, I, I hear it. I hopefully. Oh, jeez, so we're all tangled up here. Yeah, we're good. You're good. Um, and apparently Naomi, speaking of the U.S., Naomi just had a surgery, but she oh. seems to be doing well now. Oh, good. Uh, I'm still good. I'm still holding out hope that uh, Jimmy lays down Jeff Jarrett style and Roman <laughs> pin him, and then they they form like a Samoan team. Like a dynasty with with Paul well, Heyman. What if the they did that right, and then he gets back up? He's like, "Yeah, you're my boy, you're my boy." And then Roman just beats him. Yeah, beats, beats up anyway. <laughs> I just want Roman <laughs> to beat him great. up. Yeah, 
Um, yes. I didn't know it was big on the Usos. I mean, they're not bad. I just don't care for it. Yeah. So. I they, I wasn't a huge fan, and then I, they won me over with the Hell in a Cell with the mm-hmm. New Day. I was like, oh, they, I, I'm, I'm into them. Um, Whoever gets the money in the bank, though, won't be Roman, so it doesn't really, it doesn't really matter. I mean, put on Sheamus. I don't know. Yeah. Jeff Hardy. I don't know. That'd be interesting. Jeff Hardy versus Roman. I'm, something new. I don't see anyone top one no, no one's, for a yeah, long time. Yeah. The Fiend eventually, probably. Does he win Royal Rumble? Oh. I think. I would love to see uh, Big E take it off of Roman. Yeah, that'd be great. Does <laughs> Big E win Royal Rumble? Is that your final four in the Royal Rumble? Uh, Fiend, Big E. Uh, we need two people from. Uh, let's say Randy Orton wins the title, so Drew McIntyre again, because they're hoping to have fans by then. And maybe AJ goes to Raw and he's in the final four. Yeah, maybe. maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. The long shot. Keith Lee. Maybe. Yeah, Keith Lee. Oh yeah, Edge come back. Yeah, Adam Cole. Uh, I'll, t- I'll I'll bring in. A, I have a thing with Adam Cole. We'll talk about it when we go okay. over NXT. I think I think Adam Cole will be in your last five. I think he'll have like a strong showing, but he like kind of how Keith Lee was like towards okay. the end there. Yeah, maybe, but it's gonna come the time where it's like oh, he's not very tall. That that's it for him. Yeah. Uh, sadly. All right, let's go. Let's let's bro, let's uh, breeze through Raw here. Before Raw, let's breeze through ROH and Impact real quick. ROH is going to go right. through matches here. They're working on the uh, the pure title tournament right now, and they're having two matches a week this week. David Finley beat Rocky Romero, mm. Battle of New Japan guys. And some old school Ring of Honor guys, Matt Seidel beat Delirious. Oh, wow. That was probably pretty good. So it's Seidel and Lethal, and I forget who won last week, but whoever the other person won last week was going to wrestle Finley. Mm, okay. And the matches were pretty good. Matches were quite good. What does ROH yeah. even come on now? Uh, it's syndicated, so, it, like, oh, okay. around here it comes on the CW, whatever, oh. and I think it comes on Fox, like, midnight on, like, a Saturday yeah, or something. Yeah, like, ECW times. I, yeah. I have YouTube TV now, so I just DVR it, and it just shows up in my thing, like, oh. on, a, on Saturdays. Oh, there you go. I, I, I wonder if it comes on the ROH, uh, their network, which is called Honor Club? Honor Club? Yeah. Honor I Club, think yeah. it is on Honor Club, yeah. I had Honor Club. I got rid of it. Yeah. I, I think it's also on, or it used to be on... Comet TV. I don't know if it's yeah, or not that Sinclair has. Yeah. The problem with Honor Club is like, oh, pay whatever month for it, right? And then when a pay per view comes out, you get a discount, but you don't get the pay per view for free. And you're like, well, the WWE gives me for free, so yeah, yeah it's, it's hard, hard to argue any it's really hard. paying for any pay per view. Yep. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, Just to run through Impact real quick, Trey Miguel beat Chris Bay and TJP to be the number one contender of the X Division title. Pin TJP after a Meteora. He got that title shot right away, though, because Rohit Raju, the heel champion, said, okay, you get your shot now, and then he beat him in a, a minute. Uh, Susie, who was Sue Young with, who, who, with Kylie Ray. I first see, uh, he, the first time I seen Susie was over the weekend, and she looked super hot. <laughs> I was like, come into it. Yeah. And uh, she beat Kimberly with the Anaparazzo with the panic switch. The whole gimmick now with Susie and uh, Kylie Ray is she slowly becomes Sue Young again and starts to turn into that monster and then Kylie Ray is the one that can calm her down because she's so positive and sweet and nice. <laughs> That's cool. It's a- funny. Until they get to like some uh, big match and then she turns Kylie Ray bad. Probably. Like, evil, yeah. whatever. By the way, um, I think it's going to be during the collective, which was supposed to be WrestleMania weekend. That's when they're going to have Bloodsport. Yeah. They're going to have Joey Janela's spring break where they're having Janela and Ricky Morton. Uh, speaking of Tony Depp, and he's going to be wrestling Alex Shelley on that show. Wow. Big match. Ooh. Moxley's going to do Bloodsport um, to make up for missing last year. Yeah, Mox is going to be in Bloodsport. Uh, Matt Mikowski, who's going to be a high-tension guy, he's also on um, 
He's also on Camp Leapfrog. Okay. They just announced his opponent, uh, Simon Grimm, uh, oh. formerly Simon Gotch. He's okay. going to be wrestling Matt McCall or fighting Matt McCalski at Bloodsport. And the uh, Allison K versus uh, Killer Kelly is her name. Like that's Killer Kelly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's why I brought it up. That's why I brought me. Yeah, Killer Kelly's going to be on Bloodsport. She's also going to be on another show. It's uh, for Black Label Pro. They're they're they have a lot of stuff on IWTV. They're doing a thing. It was going to be Threat Level Midnight because the oh. show was supposed to be at midnight on Mania Weekend. Nice. Now it's Threat Level Noon because it's going to be at noon. <laughs> and it's going to be uh, Killer well, Kelly threat, against threat Killer Miller. Kylie. Threat oh, Level Midnight nice. is also a office joke. Yeah, that's, office. yeah. yeah. Like the scar, man. Killer yeah. Kylie versus Killer Kelly. That's pretty good. I know there's a bunch of shows. Effie has his big gay bash. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they try to do as many as possible from before. Yeah, to try and make up for it. They, they're honoring tickets, I heard, too. Yeah. Which is cool. Or the, if you don't want to go, they'll the give cool you money things, back. One of the cool things about uh, the... The uh, the Effie thing. I know they're doing. Um, Sunny Kiss is wrestling. I forget the person's name, but they're one of the big exoticos. Okay. From from uh, Mexico. And exoticos, they've been around for like twenty years. They're basically uh, wrestlers who are they're not transgender, but they dress like women. Yeah. Uh, they present as women, but they're not trans. Uh, so I forget the name of kind the. Kind like Sunny um, Kiss, but not Is it? I don't see. I don't know the culture. Is it like you just say cross dressing? Or is that like not appropriate? I know that I know the term used to be transvestite, yeah. but I don't know if that's. I don't. I don't think either of them are anymore. So I don't. I don't know what you. Would, it might. And it, some of that stuff depends on the person too. So. Yeah. Here's the yeah. thing. I if I'm gonna use the term exotico because that's what they say in Mexico. Yeah. yeah it's, like, it's an effeminate man who sometimes wears makeup and has long hair, sometimes not. Yeah. You know what I? You know what I? You know what I classify them as? I don't. I, they're people. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. You're, but, I mean, that's what they call them. You're a dude who has really good makeup. Yeah. Don't care. Like cool. Cassandro was like the big one. Yeah, uh, Pimpinella, Scarlet. Yeah. yeah, it's oh, it's drag. You just say you're in drag. Basically, yeah. That's okay. that's usually okay. Thank but. you, Tori. Tori, Tori's our PC police. Oh, she, wow. she knows all the terminology. Okay, cool. I don't. I don't want to say the. Who wrong would things. ever do that? <laughs> right. Um, if we but, do say stuff wrong, we're not doing it in in in, in, in bad intent. Yeah. We're just we're we're still figuring things yeah, out yeah. too in this world. Uh, and we'll shout out to Tori. She's uh, she's fantastic. She's, you know what the following people I hate. <laughs> and he just said Cassandro, right? Yes, that's his wrestling Sunny Kid. Oh wow! How about that? He had a run in Impact. Well, okay, TNA yeah, back right. in the day, and that's when I first seen him. I like he's pretty good. How do we sound, Tori? How's the show sound? No, no, no weird echoes or anything. Mm-hmm. I want to listen to just Brian and see because oh. Brian's coming through good. Yeah, okay. and. Speaking of uh, Effie's Big Gay Brunch, that's the uh, car we're talking about. There's a wrestler, Dark Sheik, that will be wrestling somebody else that was on Camp Leaf Frog. Still Life. Still Life with oh, Apricot okay. Pears. Yes. I've I, I actually seen that. Um, uh, hold on. I've <laughs> seen that, uh, that match graphic because I'm friends with the Dark Sheik on Facebook. Okay. And yeah, I forget. They're going to be wrestling Still name. Life. Yeah. And uh, Trans Person. You know? Yeah. Uh, still Life was uh, at one of the PPW shows the one time. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Cool. Uh, Tony, Still Life is the one that wrestled Cheeseburger in the British Rounds match on Camp Leapfrog. Oh, oh with the okay. dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dog that kept partying. Yeah. Uh, so back <laughs> to Impact. Back to Impact. Uh, Sidebar. Then you had RVD beating Sammy Callahan. Uh, Katie Forbes sprayed hairspray in Sammy's face. <laughs> and then RVD rolled him up. Because of this, I don't know why they wanted this, but Katie Forbes then got five minutes in the ring with Sammy. <laughs> and she just kind of stomped on when RVD was helping. What but then s- RVD goes for the five-star frog splash while Katie Forbes is twerking, and Sammy throws a chair at RVD, uh, gives Katie Forbes a cactus special, and pins her in the five-minute special. <laughs> and then uh, 
the final match was Tennille Dashwood with Caleb with a K, who was Caleb Conley, yeah. another guy gone from NWA. Yeah, pretty good, uh, too. And, and uh, she beat Jordan Grace. Oh, okay. Apparently, Royce Isaac's also gone from TNA. Oh, man, there's nobody in TNA. Nick Aldis. Or not TNA, NWA. NWA, yeah. yeah. Nick Aldis, that's it. It's a shame. Yeah, it was a cool and, show. And one, but then spots are thing, open, so. You know, yeah, there you go. I'll, t- I'll call one Billy, thing, tell him I'm available. Yeah. I always love the Smashing Pumpkins. Always love them. Yeah, they're the best. The world <laughs> they're the best. Andy every album's good. up to every podcast now with a black Zero shirt. Yeah. That would be his new, his new uniform. He, he's going to be like, it's like the world is a vampire, yeah. guys. <laughs> best song ever. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing worth tracking down from this is the Heath commercial. Uh, it's it's very fun. Yeah. A lot of cameos. There's an ECW yeah, that, pay-per-view. Uh, not the guy of Brian, where uh, Billy Corgan gets hit over the head with a guitar. Really? Mm-hmm. What was the name of the thing? He used to do, like, Resistance Pro or something? Oh, yeah, Resistance Pro. Yeah, they stopped doing it because I guess he was starting to... Well, no, he was trying to buy Impact. Yeah. And it's whatever didn't go through, and then he got NWA. Yeah. And then they did a thing with Steve Carino in front of them at a concert, too. Yeah, I tried to build an angle. But, hey, Billy's been a wrestling fan forever. Him, Rick Rubin. There's a lot of them in the music. Yeah. So, hey, getting an NWA would be awesome. Me versus question mark. (laughs) The question mark. I don't know who I'm going to root for in that Dang. one. I'm on Grovia. <laughs> you there? Uh, oh. Yeah, Sorry, I mean, you're, you're speaking my Speaking of that, God. Speaking of that, uh, the next, I forget the name of the company the NWA is doing those weekly shows with. This week was Thunder Rosa beating Priscilla Kelly. This week they're doing the national title, the third degree national title. And Aaron Stevens is defending against Trevor Murdoch. So oh. maybe maybe the question mark shows up there we go yeah i, I think they call it oh, a championship wrestling from hollywood or something like that david marquez was on that's the old one that's the old something i think it's like a, a different name oh, okay he was on uh the one uh saturday night's main event sunday night's main event uh the podcast i listened to and they were interviewing him and he was talking about you know how the, they're doing weekly pay-per-views every week which i don't think is good i mean yeah they're only 7.99 or whatever but yeah i can't commit to a weekly pay-per-view yeah Put it on OnlyFans. There you go. We need OnlyFans wrestling. Hey, there, I'm sure there is. There's, uh, well, it's not it's Only sexual fans, wrestling. OnlyFans is not just for porn. Really? No. Can you use like Patreon? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. GCW actually is doing Patreon. Oh wow. Yeah. Hey, it's smart. You know who's on? You, you know what wrestler is on OnlyFans? No. Enzo Amore. Oh really? Wow. Yeah. You can pretty much you pay to subscribe, and mm-hmm. then he'll have like personal conversations with you. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. And like lo- you can do live streams on there that only those people can see. Yeah, because it's like your members. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We might. We should make an OnlyFans. We only should fans. make one. We should make an IWEP Network OnlyFans. You got to get crude. I was gonna post, make a joke, like, "Hey, if someone wants to make, watch me jerk off for so much money a month, I'll do it." Yeah. I don't care. I mean. I don't even want to watch myself here. No, but I mean, it's bad enough if, I have to listen to my voice. But I say if 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 you can make money having people watch you do anything, do it. Do you, boo boo? Yeah, I don't look down on them people. Yeah. yeah. Sidebar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, weird sidebar. Yeah. All right, uh, all right. Let's get in. Uh, let's get into Monday Night Raw. Speaking. Do we of, have to? Speaking of oh, sexiness, oh let's God. get let's get raw, oh, baby. Oh my God! Can we get uh, out of so it? So match. Match-wise, Andrade and, and, and Angel Garza beat Seth Rollins and Murphy and Dominic and Humberto Carrillo to become number one contenders, which means this weekend, yes, we are going to have a continuation of the feud that won't end. Well, one of the feuds that won't end. There's a lot of them on Raw. Ugh. But I'm talking about uh, Andrade and Garza against the Street Profits. And boy, was the Street Profits on commentary a joy. Oh, they're on commentary. It's painful. 
uh, Montez, not bad. Dawkins, all he does is go, yeah. yeah that's so annoying. Like, over I think being and like, over and heat. over again. You're not getting heat. You're being annoying. Yeah. There's a barbershop window in Angelo Dawkins' future. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure he's a really nice guy, but, oh. And it's probably not even him doing that. It's probably what they're telling him yeah. to do. Yeah. But even true. so, when they wrestle, he's the lesser of the two. He's yeah. the Marty Jannetty, let's be honest. Yeah. Martin Jannetty was so good, though. I hate that that's the... Yeah, I hate that that's yeah. The I mean, yeah, he was good, but, like, yeah, they use that as the... That's the failure of their tag team. Yeah. And then Drew McIntyre beat Keith Lee by DQ when Randy Orton interfered and attacked Drew. There's some Lena st- Vega. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, there's some stupid stipulation, too. I think that we'll get to it then. Uh, yeah, well, the stipulation was uh, that if... If Orton wasn't able to come back and Keith Lee won the match and he would get the match against Drew yeah. with a pay-per-view... Because Orton's in, that goes out the window, and Drew won anyway. And convoluted, they, exactly. Yeah, too convoluted. Which, if you win, you get a title. Well, shot. You know, you know why they're, you That's know why they're do. putting a three-way match. Why? Because Keith Lee is taking the fall, and it's going to protect uh, McIntyre, and Randy Orton's McIntyre. going to be your champion after this week. I, I, I agree. I agree with that, but it's not a three-way, and, and it's an ambulance match, not a match where somebody's taking a fall. Mm. Yeah. Keith Lee, I think Keith Lee might turn and cost through the match. Maybe he turns heel, but he's not in the match. Yeah. yeah. And don't do that already. I mean, he just got there. Yeah, I wouldn't even do that. Yeah. But he, he's, the, think- he's, the, he's going to be the reason to protect so Drew can't, doesn't go over clean to Randy Orton. And then after that, uh, just set up more matches for the, the pay-per-views. Lena Vega beat Mickey James with a backcracker to become... The number one contender of the women's title, although I heard that's the pre-show match. Yeah, Lena and Austin. Yeah, uh, not terrible, but you uh, you could definitely tell she's a little rusty because she's been just doing the manager thing for maybe a little green. Yeah, she, I don't know how how her as a wrestler is going to work. She's a better personality and talk. She's great at that. She's amazing yeah. at that. I don't think it would hurt. I don't, I don't think it would hurt for her to go to if, uh, give team. her give her a shot. Let her say okay. Yeah. She's she's. She has personality. We could work with this, but her and Billy Kay should probably make a trip down in NXT. Yeah, Billy Kay definitely. She's not, she's not going anywhere. Vince loves her. Vince loves Selena. Selena Vega. Yeah, what eventually is going to happen is people are going to. She's going to get exposed for not being great in the ring, and people are going to hate her. But and she's somebody I want to stay around for a while, and it's going to suck. Yeah, that's what happened with uh, Zack Ryder at AEW. They're like, oh, he's not good. Yeah. Maybe she gets better though. I mean, Alexa Bliss wasn't the, the greatest yeah. in the ring. She got a lot better. I mean, she's no Charlotte. And, yeah, yeah. Alexa Bliss did exactly what she needed to do to, to mm-hmm. stay to, to shine. Yeah, but she's not Nikki Bella. You know, just gonna move that real quick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Sorry. We always do this That's with Raw. Right. We we, t- we even though we hate it, we talk about it more than any other well, show. We'll, we'll let Ryan. Uh, Ryan yeah. go through it's because it. it's three hours long. It's like longer than all the other shows combined too. Or at least, at least it feels like it. Uh, I, I, it was funny. We were uh, talking back and forth during the show, and I found out on Monday that they're coming out with raw wine. Yes. It's like it's like an Undertaker wine and an Ultimate Wear wine. One's like a Cabernet Sauvignon. I forget. The other one's, uh, I think it's an, uh, the Cab Sauv is the Undertaker, and then there's a Ultimate Warrior Zinfandel. Yeah. Like, no, they, they need to partner with Everclear and do the, <laughs> the Monday Night Raw, drink this and you'll get through it, <laughs> grain alcohol. Yeah. And the the Undertaker one is tomb show, tombstone shaped, and it is a purple bottle. And it's not really tombstone shaped; it looks like Eddie Boo's bottle. But they're like a hundred and twenty dollars or thirty dollars to both it's of them. 50, it's fifty dollars a bottle, okay, yeah, and shipping Oof. and all that. Yeah. Oof. For WWE wines, I mean, yeah. they probably sold a ton of them already. I mean, if you make an HPK one, 
it's gonna be tough for me yeah. not to do it, but I don't even like wine. That the, the, HB, the HBK wine comes with a bottle of uh, pills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I I'd want the Alexa Bliss wine bottle, but I don't want to buy the wine. Yeah. Anyway, so back to Raw. It sucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Apollo Crews beat Cedric with a roll, roll up, and then Apollo and Ricochet got beat up by the Hurt Business afterwards. Same as every- I feel like Raw's a rerun. I feel like every week you're gonna get something with the the Street Profits and Andrade and and Garza. Here's, you're here's, get here's the thing the that doesn't make sense to me: is they're like Ricochet and Alexander and, and Apollo, or, or, or sorry, Apollo and R- that whole crew is just so like Hurt we need to get at the Hurt Business because they did us wrong. Okay. but then like Hurt Business is your heels going after the guys who are trying to ruin the whole show. Yeah, so they're and then they all bind together well, to so, to fight them too. Well, they're like the faces going against Retribution, but then they're also the heels with their own storyline. Yeah, and it's, it's like you can't be both. It's strange. Mm-hmm. And, and and it's been the same show for like two months, like yeah. literally. Well, the we did same st- exact. We did start the show with Retribution. We didn't say that. Oh uh, yeah, because I'm just trying to go through the matches. Yeah, yeah you're right. I'm sorry. I'm ruining. I'm ruining the flow. You you do you do you. I'm sorry. Uh, so then, uh, yeah, just to run through the matches because there's only three left. Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler beat Lana and Natalia, and then they beat up Lana again after the match. Oscar beat Peyton Royce, Billy Kay in Peyton's corner for some reason, and in your main event, the Hurt Business beat. Uh, Retribution. Their names are T Bar, Mace, and Slapjack, and they uh, they lost to the Hurt Business by DQ. After which, all these uh, unnamed Retribution people run in and beat up the Hurt Business, and all of the Raw roster comes out to save. And then at the very end, Orton sneaks in and gives Drew an RKO to end the show. So I, here's the thing. With, here's one through, one positive say. for me with yeah. Retribution. I like Mia Yim better in this than I do with her. Her yeah, sweatpants and her fitted hats. And, uh, and I just wonder what her name's going to be. Yeah, they yeah. didn't give the girls names. And Mercedes Martinez looks cool with face paint. Yeah, they didn't give the girls names because the girls don't matter. Yeah. But somebody just showed Vince Dark Knight Rises, and he's seen Bane, and he loves it. Yeah. Yeah, it's 10 years later, but he just he loves it. Let's make the big one like Bane. Yep. Nobody's. That's the best character I've ever seen. It's strange. T-Bar needs to start talking like that. What um, a, Awful name. They sat down. What should we call these guys? I don't know. Brutalizer. You know, something like like create character names. Bar. Like that's all. That's even worse than the the NXT names when people are like, oh, Borden Stevens is going to be Sting's name. It's like yeah. so, somebody had an old CZW tape from like yeah. 2002 in the, in their VCR, and like they saw Z Bar, and like, okay, how about T Bar? Yeah. It's it's awful. I mean, that's just uh, main event at WrestleMania. Roman Reigns is gonna wrestle T Bar. Like, what the fuck? No. And then, and then maybe Mercedes Martinez could be Lobo. Yeah. What's she gonna and, be? And, and Mia Yim could be husband beater, and she could beat up Keith Lee. Yeah. Every week. yeah. Hot tits. Like, what are you gonna call it? <laughs> the two girls. And like, I like how there's still more people that come and like help and like, what the fuck? And, and obviously, if you go to WWE and you show up and you break stuff. You can get a job. Yeah, that that was my yeah, thing. They they get a contract. They get a contract. Otis is getting sued for beating up a guy and ripping off his clothes. He's getting sued. They get a contract. And they fired they fired four guys who now went to companies and they're 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 making money. Yeah. So like there's your your real life thing is that you're trying to push is you fire Rusev, you fire all these dudes, mm-hmm. right? And then, but but a bunch of people can come in and throw rocks through your windows, and you're like, we should give them a contract. We should give them a job, and then they go, we have a contract, so we can do what we want. That's not how contracts work. Yeah, you don't say. When is, when is Ray going to sue Seth Rollins? Yeah, you, 
You ripped out my fucking eye. This guy got his clothes ripped off, and he's suing. And, and he should sue Baron Corbin. He murdered him. <laughs> I mean, we're up to four dead people. We totally glossed over this. Akira Tozawa died oh, on yeah. Raw. He got eaten by a shark. A hey, shark fucking, fucking ate him. Yeah. He's dead. Bobby Lashley killed a guy on Raw Underground a few weeks ago. Yeah. AJ died this year. Street Profits. Ray died. The, the Street Profits died? With the big Alistair Black died. The yeah. Street Profits with the big monster in the dumpster. Oh, God. Yeah, they might have died. Maybe they got out. They didn't yeah. show them dying. They didn't show up, but they, but, uh, they were close. Yeah, yeah and the Alistair Black and Ray Mysterio murdered at the same time. There's a dumpster outside the performance center with a tentacle monster in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was... Oh, oh. That was <laughs> one and, of the, and, the worst uh, cinematic matches of the year. And Seth's big bombshell is... Ray, you're not Dominic's father. Yeah, we know Eddie Guerrero is. He established this 15 yeah. years ago. I see the funny meme. It's like, who is Dominic's real father? A, Ray Mysterio. B, Eddie Guerrero. C, Seth Rollins. Or D, Walter. And I was like, that's an awesome meme. Yeah. <laughs> but now they're saying that it's it's not him. It's his daughter, and which yeah. looks almost identical to Ray. Yeah, and the daughter is like 19. And she likes Buddy Murphy. He's like in his 30s. Yeah. Well, they should, the, the big twist should be that uh, Ray's wife is Bailey's mother. <laughs> Yeah. That yeah. should be your big twist. She looks like older Bailey. <laughs> and then Walter can come, Ray, I'll be your son. Yeah. Um, what was the other thing? With, oh. with Raw that, oh. uh, and then Raw, Raw Underground, just to run down what happened there, uh, you had Ziggler beating Arturo Uas. Hobbling. Riddick Moss beat Eric. I feel so bad for Eric. It's going to be a long year for that dude. Yeah. And uh, Braun beat Dabakato. Yeah, stupid name. And apparently he doesn't matter now because he lost in like two minutes. Less than that. Yeah, this this is this is awful. I don't, so who, when Jim Cornette says this is a rotten show, it really is. Yeah. So who who is the one who gave? I mean, it's pretty obvious, right? So they're it seems like they're trying to see which one sticks. They're throwing shit at the wall to see what sticks mm -hmm. with the retribution and underground. So it's just like, all right, um, if whatever one doesn't, whatever one works, we're just gonna keep it. And mm -hmm. if underground sucks, we'll scrap it. And then the leader of retribution will be Shane McMahon. Because oh, okay, I can see that. Because okay, I was gonna say, there's yeah. there's one thing you're missing here, but that 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 covers it. Yeah, because how how do a bunch of guys come in and yeah. get the access they get, and and who's their, like who would be their leader who can who has the power to give them a contract? Yeah, like it, yeah, it makes no sense at all. Like, why would you sign these people if their whole uh, game plan is to destroy your company? Why would you hire them? Yeah, that makes absolutely no sense. Like, yeah, Kane and Undertaker was over the top, but at least it made sense, you know. He murdered my parents in the fire, and now I'm back for revenge. And he was an angry stepbrother. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. It's not, There's he murdered my else. parents, and now I want new parents to teach him a lesson. Like, what? It's a fucking horrible. Like, no one's sitting back and yeah, this is great. And then Bruce Pritchard's like, yeah, this is great. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I have a no, job. Whatever you want. I, I, it's I paying, more than, job. paying more than podcasting. Yeah, it's like. He's still doing the podcast. Yeah, right? he's still doing. Like, it's, it's so bad. No one has the balls to tell Vince this sucks. I haven't listened like, to the podcast. At least Vince Russo told Vince it sucked back in the day. I haven't listened to the podcast since he's been hired. But has Con has Conrad been like, what's going on over there? No, he said we're, we're not going to talk about current stuff. But sometimes he yeah. throws a dig at him. Like this shit sucks. Yeah, he doesn't say it, but like he, he roundabout he says it, and he's like, oh, <laughs> and he's like, I know you're working your ass off, Bruce. But that shit is bad. Right, well, when Bruce gets fired and they can go over, there'll be some good episodes. Yeah. Let's talk about even, retribution. Even before, he came, even before, I think Bruce always had an eye on coming back because even before he got hired, he wouldn't shit on Vince too hard. Yeah. Yeah. Where is that? He knows how Yeah, he knows. He knows, there are people he knows daddy. It's, it, but I mean, this is, this is fucking, this is a bad show. Like, everything is bad. Oh, uh, uh, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay are just back together. Yeah. I think just, she, I think they cut a small promo and she said it's okay or something. Well, she said we're not uh, the iconics anymore, but we're still friends. Yeah, is basically what they. 
Yeah. So by what? the way, two two ways out here. There's two ways out uh, if you're going to get rid of one of those two. Either the tentacle monster comes out of the dumpster and eats everybody at Raw Underground. Okay. Or sharks eat retribution. There so you go. already have your outs. They've yeah. established them both. Or it gives Undertaker some money and he shows up on Raw Underground and just chews everyone lightning. Yeah. And kills them all. Yeah. And then buries them alive. Or Bray can come in, teleport them to a different dimension. Yeah, teleport them to the swamp. And throw him in the water. He'll be in the Phantom Zone with John Cena. Yeah, because we haven't seen John Cena. Oh, yeah, Cena. Braun Strowman drowned to death, too. We forgot about that. Yeah. And, and, it, well, the, and the Toxic Swamp. Oh, no, swamp, he crawled out, right? The Toxic Swamp made all his hair fall off. Yeah. Just he made on, a, on the top out of, of his, his hair, and that's how he lived. Yeah. <laughs> his beard's fine, but the yeah, top of his well, hair. <laughs> that's how swamps work. Man. Oh, yeah, maybe little kids are enjoying this, but I'm thinking, like, even when I was a little kid, like, I think I would know what sucked, and this sucks. Yeah. Like, at the end of the year, they should do like an in memoriam, like they do with the Oscars, where all the all, like, all the actors and <laughs> everything that died, but it's all the people that died in WWE. Like, yeah, yeah well, AJ Styles. Well, and, spoiler and Ray. alert! Spoiler alert! Well, that's what we're gonna do. But now that we said it, probably three other podcasts will do it too. <laughs> we got I remember AJ Styles. He had a great career until he was murdered by Thunderjaw. <laughs> well, we'll do everyone who died. St- yeah. died storyline. Akira Sawa, poor man, was eaten by a shark. Yeah, the shark is still at John large. Cena's in the ne- in another realm. <laughs> yeah, John Cena. Yeah, he disappeared in the, into the ether. Yeah, he'd never be seen again. He, he was um, teleported into the DC universe. Yeah, the DC universe <laughs> where he's uh, gonna get a lot more money. Um, I'm excited for that character. Yeah, the peacemaker. And once he once I see he's getting a TV show, I'm like, well, he ain't dying. Yep. Because that's yeah, gonna he, make money, and then I'm like, let's do a season two. Yeah. Um, yeah, this this show's really really bad. Everything sucks. Uh, yeah, Billy and Peyton back together. Why even break them up if you're going to put them right back together? Makes no sense at all. Just for a singles push? Yeah, for... and then uh, what are they doing with Andrade and them? Like, let's put the Mexicans together. Let's take them apart. Let's put them back together. See, I like them. I just want them as they, singles. Yeah, they're all good, yeah. but, man. Who cares? WWE has the power I, to take... I like them. I I just don't want them to wrestle with Street Profits. Yeah, they have yeah. the power to take a great wrestler and make you not care. Street Profits have the title for a long fucking time, it seems like. Yeah, they have. Was Asuka on the show at all? Yeah, she yeah, she wrestled. She beat, uh, uh, oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, Peyton, yeah. Peyton Royce. Oh, yeah. Um, All right, let's get into NXT. NXT, a much better show. Yes. Oh, yo, there, much there, better show. There was some cool stuff on this show. Yes, yeah, so I, I, mine was edited down, of course, but I seen most of it. Yeah. I'm gonna guess. I think I know what you might not have seen. Did it start um, with the women's battle royal? Yes. Yes. Okay, women's battle royal. Okay, but when you see only two people get entrances, you say, well, one of them two people's winning. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, all the other girls, like there's some girls that got eliminated and they didn't even say their name. Yeah, a bunch of green girls oh. in there. I understand they're filling thought roles. Sh- thought sh- uh, we'll we'll just cut to the end here. I thought the I thought the ending battle on the steps and stuff was cool. I like that. I thought Casey's spots were were great too. She's too small, but yeah. all her stuff was great. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, the athleticism is off the charts with her. Yeah, she's very small. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, I liked um, Shotzi's getting a push here. Shotzi's yeah, Shotzi's looking good. Shotzi looks good. Raquel's getting a push now. Yeah, Raquel. Raquel. I mean, she's still green. She looked good. There was somebody else in there. Uh, she was blonde. She had pants. I know. It's, there was like two luchadors in there, and I was like, oh, "Who are these people?" Um, one of the people, uh, the one where Raquel Gonzalez like put her out, and then she goes like she's gonna punch her in the face, and she ducks, and then she gets kicked in the gut. That's uh, Brandy Lawrence. She's from Evolve. She was oh, okay. just signed. It's uh, Joey Janela's girlfriend. Too. Oh, yeah. okay. And some of them they gave them real lame names. They're like, "Oh, there goes." Ellie. Yeah. And there goes yeah, what, what, Ashley. What I'm was like, Raven? I'm like, you're not Raven. Yeah, they said Raven. I'm like, did no one say there was a character for 20 years named Raven? Maybe she should have, maybe she was Raven, you know, Thompson. Then you're like, well. Who the hell hired Raven? Yeah. That's <laughs> Raven back. I don't that's, like him. That's Girl Stone Cold. Yeah, like. <laughs> uh, 
And then there's some girls who clearly were lost. Like it started, and the one girl like punches the girl, and she's like, uh, and then she like tells, oh my god. <laughs> I'm like, just put it down to, to Rhea and uh, they need Candace. they needed names. They needed they needed bodies in there. Yeah, that, that's what it was. Yeah, which so you can't complain. I mean, there's cool stuff with Casey. Catanzaro, which uh, get it her a new last name because that name's too hard to say. Yeah, especially if you're going to tag her up with somebody named Caden Carter. Yeah, especially if, if you if 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 you were going to drop Murphy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, just uh, make make her Casey Warrior or something because she's Ninja Warrior. Casey yeah. Ninjas. I don't know. And just call her Casey. Yeah, just Casey. Little yeah. Casey. Casey Cat. Yeah, Casey Cat. Going to yeah. tag with the what 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 was it? I just forgot. I just said her name. I forgot it. Her tag uh, partner was Lacey Lane, with I, the, I looks like her. a Mortal Kombat character. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, love yeah, her yeah. tag team partner. I she's, never remember her name. She's she's awesome. Caden Carter. Caden Carter. Caden Carter. Yeah. Carter and Casey. Yep. <laughs> and then they could be the KKK. <laughs> I don't know about that. Smith's <laughs> <laughs> like, I like it. KKK. We're on to something. Put One thing on I should notice, though, Indy Hartwell was in that match. Yes. Indy Hartwell kind of looks like if somehow the Iconics had a baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she does. I like that. Oh, boy. But anyway, um, uh, what's her name? Wins it? Purple Candace. hair. Yeah. Gargano's girl. Yeah. Yeah. Candice LeRae wins it. Was, I, I, I liked the, the finish. It was cool. Where they were fighting on the turnbuckle. Yeah. And but then, I was like, did Shotzi step over the top rope? Or was it Shotzi? Or who's, yeah, yeah. Shotzi. Yeah. And I was like, no. I think they went to the ter- top turnbuckle. And yeah. But pulled down. her down. Yeah. yeah. So. I thought it was a cool little finish. I didn't. I never yeah. seen a battle royal a Royal Rumble end like that. So yeah. it was something different. Yeah. It was. It was. So it was a cool finish. And for what it was, it wasn't bad. Yeah. I enjoyed it. And then obviously and we're then, gonna get Rhea and uh, what's her name Raquel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that was the big thing. They're just throwing everybody out, and then it's gonna be the two battle of the giants. And I don't know about Candice and Io. Mm, I mean, it might be pretty good. If, 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 if Candice is gonna be the one to take Io's title away, no, I don't know. How I feel I don't about think that. So. Even Johnny Gargano's gonna come in, and Io's gonna like, punch him in the face or something. Yeah, but kind of they were like later on they were teasing for a mixed tag match. We'll get there, but. Yeah, I think they announced that for next week. Oh, is, oh, is that official? Week, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, Damian Priest, Damian Priest, Enio Shriver. They're trying like, so hard to make him cool, and it is not working. It is not working. Like, oh, the ladies love him, and he's yeah. such a part. No, you, you don't. I'll have see it. you later. And I'm like, there's somebody. Make on him sh- a bad guy. There is somebody on this show though that completely won me over. Really? Oh yeah. I might not have seen that part. Okay, so after uh, Battle Royal, I don't know where what happened because I have my edited down version. Yeah. So the next match, and I think this might have gotten out of that out for you, Andy. Tommaso Ciampa beat Jake Atlas with a fairy tale ending. Yes, it did. Was it, it was just good a squash match? match? Good match. Nothing, was, nothing it, you need to go out of your way to see. But it was match. what it was. They got to put uh, some direction to Tommaso. Yeah. I, I would like I just, I just the direction to be the DIY AW. Wreck the tag division. Yeah, that'd be I cool. I, I'd like to see him in, in New Japan. That'd be great. That'd be nice, too. I think he'd be better on the main roster. I don't... He's another guy. He's not real tall, so that's that's a yeah. Problem. But he he can he can he, I don't know his par- his character could be larger than life. Maybe yeah. I mean I mean like I know it's so dumb, but like that's it's all Vince. Like oh you're small, you can't do it. But like, yeah. yeah, a couple guys get through Ray and Daniel Bryan. That's it. Well, we'll we'll kind of get into that theory of booking when we get the AEW, which I think is going to backfire in them soon. Um, but go ahead, Brian. And and with just one thing with Tom Tomaso, they've always also said the schedule was the reason why because he's so beat up, but. I mean, for right now, until they do house shows again, everybody's working one day a week, so that's yeah. a really big deal now. Yeah. Um, but the next match, this is kind of, uh, we're talking about, like, the Exoticos from Mexico. This is another Mexican kind of invention. They basically had a uh, Parejas Incredibles match here, where you have, uh, two, uh, they had four people as a tag match. One person that was a member of individual tag teams, the winner of the match, the two teams that they're from wrestle each other, and then the winner of that match gets a title shot. 
Hmm. So Roderick Strong and Danny Birch uh, beat Fabian Eichner from Imperium and Raul Mendoza. So because of that, Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish and then uh, Danny Birch and Oni Lorcan will now wrestle for a shot at the tag titles. Oh, wow. And you're like, well, why is it Roderick Strong? Yeah, I wonder we'll, why. We'll get there. Edited mm. out of Hulu, so I did not see it. It was a good match. Oh, wow. It was really good. That that was a pretty good match. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds good. I, I thought these next two matches would have been the ones edited out of Hulu. Uh, we had a, not the next, uh, maybe not this next match, uh, non-title match, Damian Priest with Austin Theory. I seen that match. They should have switched that. They should have yeah, edited yeah. this one out. It, it was good. It, it, yeah, it was good. Tag all, match was yeah, I mean, Damian Priest, he's, he's all right. I like Austin Theory a lot. Yeah, Austin Theory, like for, he's only like 22 or something like Austin, that. Uh, yeah. Austin, uh, Austin Theory he versus, got a bright future. versus Bro Keller would be a cool okay, match. Okay, yeah. But Damian Priest, like, I don't know. You got, you got to make him a bad guy. Yeah. Be a good guy, like, oh, hey, I'll see you. He's after so the... cool, Andy. Everybody loves him. Yeah, I'll see you in the after party. He's trying to be like the cool. I don't know. I don't you know, get you it. can't make a not cool it's, guy cool. It's it's Kevin Nash, but Kevin Nash actually was cool. Yeah, yeah. At the time, yeah. Like he he had a charisma to him that Damian Priest just doesn't have. And the end no. of this match, Gargano comes out and super kicks the shit out of uh, Damian Priest. Damian Priest. They did a they did a promo in the in the back where Gargano was kind of basically saying, "Hey, Austin, I'll I'll yeah." I'll be happy if you. I'll be grateful if you soften them up for me. Yeah. yeah, I'll teach you how to be as great as I am, or something mm-hmm. like that. No, I seen that one. And uh, so then we had a a squash match, pretty much. Ridge Holland beat a guy who has wrestled somewhat locally here. Uh, he was Antonio DeLuca yeah, here, I'm not, but I'm not familiar with this guy. His name was like Fab- Mambo Italiano. Yeah. Is what he normally. I think he wrestled in uh, somewhere out by uh, Altoona or something like that. Altoona. Yeah. Uh, he wrestled in. Uh, he he's mainly out of Pittsburgh. He was okay. trained by Lance Storm. Oh, well, he's wrestled in good. Altoona, some other places. I looked him up on Cage Match, which is basically IMDb for wrestling, and he was in a like seven way match with uh, Ace Austin for the Impact X Division title when Austin was the X Division champion. Uh, Kit Raff was in the match. Oh, wow, Chris Banks was in the match. Some people we know. No, oh, it was probably Eclipse Wrestling. They, that uh, they're based on. I believe it Altoona. may have been. Yeah, sounded like a fun match. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then uh, in your main event, it's a uh, what do they call it? The Gauntlet or something? Yeah, Gauntlet Eliminator. Or yep. something? Yeah, Gauntlet Eliminator. It's a scramble match. If you've yeah. ever watched but, Ring of Honor, old school, it's a scramble yeah, match. The difference between this Gauntlet match and what you would see on Raw yeah. is is the next person comes out when the fir- when it's it's a one on one match and it stays one on one. This is more like a Royal Rumble Gauntlet yeah, match. W- once yeah, every time four minutes, somebody comes out. Yeah, yeah, and they come out no matter what. If it's one guy, two guys, three. Which guys, I like that better. Yeah, me too. And so it starts out, and my favorite part of this match was the very beginning. Kyle O'Reilly and Kushida. Uh, then we get Bronson Reed. Then we get Velveteen Dream coming out to uh, to Attack beat up Kushida him, yeah. and, and get him pinned. Timothy Thatcher comes out. Cameron Grimes comes out. And then uh, Bronson Reed gets eliminated. Thatcher gets eliminated. So it's down to Kyle Reed and Cameron Grimes. And Kyle O'Reilly stepping out of Adam Cole's shadow. And he is your number one contender. Yeah, so it's gonna be him versus Finn, which should be really good. So, oh yeah, that and great. and takeovers in two weeks or one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yep. Uh, it's on Sunday. Cameron Grimes. Oh, he's, you like, you like Cameron Grimes? He sold me, man. Him and Kyle Arati were fantastic together. Great really? fucking chemistry. That's the guy you got out of that match. Well, I mean, I already knew that Thatcher and the other guys were amazing. Like everybody, in the was, ma- I thought he was the worst guy in the match. I don't, but I don't know. Like his kinda... his his charisma in the ring. I, I'm starting. To, I'm, I'm getting it now. Like where he's kind of just a goofball, but a like goofball redneck. But his his ability in the ring is good. 
Like it's not bad. The, the things he can do is is impressive. And uh, yeah, I make it sound like I hate him. I don't. He's, he's a good wrestler. Yeah. And and you would think like, oh, he's going to be someone that only can fit with certain clashes mm-hmm. and certain styles. But even like he wrestles the big dudes, he wrestles the Kyles, he wrestles the Thatchers, and he fits very well with a lot of people. Like he can adapt very well to who he's in the ring with. I, I don't know. I dig him. Yeah. I like like for I a know. while he came in and did like an Orange Cassidy thing with his top hat, where he beat up three guys, did crazy flip moves, kept his hat on, and then flipped, rolled to the side of the ring and put his hat on the post, and then yeah. flipped back and Which, started. That, that's all right because that's showboaty stuff. He's entertaining. Yeah, he's entertaining. I, I like I'm him. Just not real into him. I don't know. I never really seen him in, in Impact when he was Trevor Lee. So I don't know. Just, he doesn't grab me. Yeah. Like Kyle Riley, like she, I like Bronson Reed. Ain't bad for being Kyle a big guy. Kyle Riley versus Finn Balor is going to be a blast. Yeah. And Thatcher ain't bad, but like that poor guy when he gets the main roster. See you later. The problem is, is Kyle Riley's never beating Finn Balor. No, but it will be a good match. Yeah, and then Kyle Riley, another guy, main roster. I don't think so. And I said so. I was going to bring up something. We were talking, I think SmackDown, and this is what I was going to bring up. This seems like it's going to be the first takeover in a while where I don't think Adam Cole's going to have a match. Wow, yeah. No, he doesn't. I've you have da- you have Damian Priest and Gargano. You have Kyle and no. You have Kyle and uh, Finn. You have uh, Eo and Candice. Eo, Eo and Candice. It seems like they're definitely going to do Kushida and Dream, and you might even do Rhea and Raquel Gonzalez. Yeah. And I mean, maybe you and, and a tag match probably probably. Uh, Either Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch or the Undisputed Era against Brizongo. So I don't think I think Adam Cole plays into the uh, the main event somehow, but I don't think he's going to have a match. Yeah, I wonder if they just quietly move in the main roster and that's the end of Adam Cole. Oh, hmm. maybe. And the other big angle we didn't really two big angles we didn't really bring up three actually. Well, one's not that big. Uh, Candice attacked Tegan Knox in the back. Yes, there was some kind of news thing, and I don't know if I, I I'm going to guess it's kayfabe. I, I'm going to guess it's a work thing. Where they said that uh, Tegan tore ACL again and she's out for another year. Oh, I, 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 I think yeah. that's storyline. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, they had this vignette. Uh, with somebody like going through like a dark performance center. There's all this green yeah, lighting. Like fallout. Yeah, they're teasing something for ten four twenty, which is the day of takeover. Yeah, someone's... they made it sound like a former champion might be coming back. We're like, who? Bo Dallas? Yeah, <laughs> smashing the window and yeah, because it ain't Pac. Maybe uh, Sammy. Did he just drop his, his, his uh, Intercontinental storyline? Okay. Charlotte Flair. Yeah, Kevin Owens. Yeah, Charlotte Flair. Uh, Paige. Emma. Paige. Not Emma. Ooh. Not a champion. Yeah. Um, the dudes. Yeah, Bo Dallas is it. Emma. Oh, I mean, oh Big uh, E. Big um, E. Yeah, Big Seth. E. Seth. But now you going to be Seth. Ember Moon. Yeah, Ember, maybe. Yeah, shoot. Yeah. That? Hmm. Because she, maybe she's... Good to wrestle. I don't know. Probably not. Maybe though. Hmm. I don't. It said former champion. Well, it they kind of teased it. They didn't say there it. was like a belt and a thing, right? Like a like a Batman. You know how Batman has stuff in his back cave, like like the let's say like the Robin costume it was like a thing like that, and she and whoever smashes it, it's like this hooded figure or whatever, and then they take the belt out. Hmm. We can't tell if it's the men's or the women's. Interesting. So, and then uh, for the cruiserweight title, that's still a thing. Uh, Isaiah Scott <laughs> challenged uh, Joaquin Escobar. Oh, yeah, that's that's like a, yeah, this here is here, but we don't really care about it. Yeah, not Joaquin Santos Escobar, Joaquin Wilde. And okay, I get. I, well, so who next do, week, who doesn't get him confused? <laughs> next week we have Shotzi against Dakota, uh, Eo and Damian Priest against the Garganos. Uh, well, Gargano and Candice in a uh, in a mixed tag. And it seems like most likely, with that being the go home show for Takeover, you're going to get the Birch Lorcan and Roddy Bobby Fish match, which 
Should be very good. Yes. Very yes. good. The only thing is the uh, Germans need a little, little like, pizzazz. The, the Germans? A little something. When the, they come not out, Imperium. Uh, not Imperium. Yeah. Um, Ger- oh, yeah. What am I thinking? I'm thinking Imperium, not uh, Orny Lorcan and... What's, I what's love Orny Lorcan and Danny Birch. Yeah. I love that team. No, they're, they're good. I don't think I'm prepared for some reason. They need some. You know, the thing something. is, uh, the 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 two UK dudes were very um, bland. No, they're, they're one of the big things that it was hard for me to watch UK is they're both in the ring, and the only difference between one is one had a, a, a an Italian hair. flag, and the other one had like their t- their tr- their <laughs> yeah. tights. They had a different yeah. flag on their tights. Yeah, they like, literally had the same gear. Like someone go get some pants or something, yeah. or, or some face paint, or just get, get a, Walter. Yeah, get a personality. I like how Drew could always calls them the two that aren't Walter. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm looking forward to takeover. Takeovers are usually always good, except the last one was not so hot. But uh, you know, I still had a good time with it, though. It, it was. It should it, be better. It didn't blow me away, but it wasn't. I didn't hate it. I, I, I guess cra- I didn't hate it, but I just I didn't like it. The, the the main roster actually had the better show. I thought it was the yeah. first time in a long time where I thought the main yeah, roster had a better take was something. better than Takeover. I didn't even watch the main roster. I'm just so sick of it. Yeah, Payback was pretty decent actually. Yeah. All right, let's get into AEW. AEW, they lead off with the uh, the big debut. We had Miro and Kip Sabian defeating Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss, not the new new Midnight Express. Yeah, yeah. which a little bit. that's so dumb. Don't do not do that. I think they were just don't, trying to fuck with yeah, Cornette. Yeah, but like, don't they do were. that just to fuck with Like, If they were actually going to make that the name, which I'm sure Tori Khan's like, okay, we can't do that on TV. Yeah. Like, you want to fuck with them, do it on your own time. This match was not good. Uh, yeah. Sabian I mean, almost died. That yeah. wasn't good. Yeah. Um, hey, Rusev looks awesome. It's huge, and all his stuff kind of looked pretty good, except when he would throw little Kip Sabian around. This was like when the local indie brings in a big name and they put three yes. people in the match That's with what him. It felt like, and the three people should not be in the match with him, and he's trying to make it work, and they're trying to make it work, and they're a little nervous, and they're like, eh, "We don't know what to do," and it's like, and then he's like, "Fuck!" I just, and it went way too long. Why can't it just be? Rusev coming out, Miro coming out, beat the shit out of a guy for two minutes. That's all we want. He yeah. should have turned around, kick Kip in the head, and then beat the other two. Yeah, beat them all up and put two oh. of them in the accolade. And then he leaves with Penelope for. Yeah, Miro's arm is bigger than their legs. Yeah, so all three of their legs. My 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 fantasy booking here. What I would like to see happen is Kid Sabian eventually screws him over or says, "I'm just using this they big meathead." Um, but Miro be a huge Miro face. takes his girl. Yeah, that's what they should do. Yeah, I think it's gonna be like a F you to WWE, like yeah. the whole time that everything everything Miro's ever done is he wasn't good enough for the hot girl. Yeah, and I think and in this in this storyline he takes he takes Kiss Saban's girl. Just make it like every woman in AEW is is just smitten with Miro. Yeah, yeah. I have so just, many women I don't know what to do with them all now. And he showed off his comic book T shirt. Yeah, yeah, the the best, the, the best, best man, yeah, the best man shirt. Which yeah. I like it, and he has new gear. He has a kind of like uh, I guess. Muay Thai shorts yep. that are like biker shorts, but they're baggy, and like the boots with the kick pads. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, he looks awesome. But like, his traps got yeah even he, bigger. He should just be a good guy though. Like just there's, there's a top baby face. Right I, there. He's going to be. Oh, yeah, I, I think he's going to turn. He'll he'll go baby. I don't see this long this run being very no. long with him. This whole best man like and he uh, got, the best man thing will be a thing. Yeah, but he'll I think he'll be like a mistress to your girl. Yeah, I has, think he's going to beat up Kip and take his girl. He has no like him and Kip have no chemistry at all. No. Like when they're trying to do the, every double team move flopped. And like he, when he did that one where he backdropped him to the outside, like, like he all slammed on his head, and they like tossed him, like for a suplex on the the, the apron, and that looked bad. And I was like, Ugh. I'm like, I don't know. The only one that looked good there was was Miro. The rest of them looked bad, like indie level bad. Yeah. 
Like not not indie level all just like bad indie. Yeah. Like it was not good. I would agree. Next match. Yeah. Next match was and we had Kenny Omega on commentary again. Uh being a little more subtle this time, I think, uh, with being a dick. But Hangman Page beat Evil Uno of the Dark. I thought this match was pretty good. I I like the pants on him. Oh yeah, hangman. And then when he came out it said apparently sticking with the log pants. (laughs) Yeah. That's funny how they do the little things. Yeah, not bad. Not a bad match. A very, very solid match. I enjoyed it a lot. I I actually watched Evil Uno Twitch live stream WWE Battlegrounds two uh, K <laughs> Battlegrounds. He, <laughs> he's playing fun. Battlegrounds. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I'll I, do some stuff sometime with those uh, new Legacy guys, the ones that kind of broke the whole thing. I know uh, Austin that's on our show sometimes. He's a big fan of them. Yeah. And they do a big thing every year, like a twenty four hour stream for the Canadian Cancer Society. I think that's something that uh. Evil Uno is very much a big oh, part cool. of. Oh, cool! I know. Yeah. I know the one podcast has to going in raw. They just did a twenty-four hour stream where they did different games and stuff. They raised no money way. for. I I streamed Can today. Can you imagine? I streamed today for almost two hours, and I was like, "I'm fucking over this." Yeah, twenty-four hours. I though, oh, I couldn't do it. But uh, hey, to all the men, that's great, especially if they raise money for things. I streamed and I did random random kids try to like playing with random teammates on mm. Fortnite. Oh boy! And I played with this kid from like Austria who barely had like. Was it, it Walter? I don't know. The kid, he knew like three words of English, and all he did was scream in the microphone. Oh he's boy! Like, do you want to you want to play again? What, and were those like, three uh, ethnic slurs? No, he's like, do you want? And then he kept saying, "Do you want to play again?" And I was oh. like, "I'm good." Now. I gotta go. Yeah, I gotta go to the dentist. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but anyway, Hangman is uh, looking good. There, obviously, he's building up the Hangman versus Kenny. Kenny, great wrestler, not so great on the commentary. Yeah. Well, yes. Uh, me and Hangman were supposed he has to a hard time. have a tag match. He has a hard like that's what now we are not having a tag match. When people talk about like being the elite, yeah. I was like Kenny looks cringy. Yeah, like his acting is like too like ugh. and even Matt like Jackson, his is a bit much. Like yeah. tone it down. So I stopped watching Be the Elite. I can't but, do it no more. Right now it's it's it is very good right now. Is it? <laughs> yeah, the, especially the Dark Order. When uh so you, you know John Silver the ball with the beard yeah. and then Alex Reynolds. They came into the scene, right, wearing Brody Lee's coat, like the classic Scooby-Doo. It's two guys wearing a trench coat. He's like, hey, everybody, shut the fuck up. And he's like pretending to be Brody. And then Brody walks in. He's like, what the fuck? And he's like, Reynolds, put him down because I ain't looking up. And then <laughs> the jacket's real huge on John Silver. It was so funny. Uh, all right, next match. Next match was our TNT title match where Mr. Brody Lee defeats Orange Cassidy. Uh, match-wise, like, this is, I think, my favorite match on AEW. I thought it was yeah. a good match. I thought it was a good match, too. Of course, you had all the cronies out there, like John Silver. I like the one part of his brother. He's like, come up here with the belt. He holds the belt and he just kicks him off the apron. <laughs> I like how they all hold Orange Cassidy so Brody can do a dive, but they take the dive too like they're making the sacrifice. <laughs> yeah. That's fun. I, like I, the- I was just waiting for uh, Orange Cassidy to bust out the Jakara special. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. Just go on. I think you can go on uh, YouTube and type in Brody Lee versus Fire Ant and a lot of stuff will come up. Yeah. They, I thought they had, yeah, they, they had a good and, match together. And X Howard goes when he does the dive, when Brody Lee does dive. He's like going through the ropes like a big rig. I was like, oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> they used to call him the big rig, Brody Lee. But uh, yeah, good match. Uh, we can go right in the storyline uh, here. Yeah, yeah. What happened at the end? Yeah. So, so uh, came, the new uh, Just for Men sponsor came. Who, yeah. There's some TV show, I guess, where a guy has like jet black hair. Bobby <laughs> Rotten from Lazy Town. If you have kids that are. Uh, older, if you have kids, uh, or if you yourself were a kid, maybe about 20 years ago, you remember Lazy Town. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, the guy looks like he's made of plastic. Yeah. 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 So, so this weird, first, the lights go off. 
And I text my friend, go Sabu, yeah. and then they come back on. This is a weird thing, and I'm like, oh, it's Cody. And then Cody comes out. I, the commentary tried to play it off too long, like they didn't like, know who, who it was. Who's this? And his music started that. I'm like, well, you know, it's Cody's music. So it's not All right. fucking. You know, uh, I don't know. Okada coming out. It's Cody. This he comes out with his jet black hair that looks even faker than, than the, the blonde, blonde hair, yeah. and even fa- like his real hair is like dark brown. Yeah, it's like I don't. Well, here's the thing. This is where people are going to – I'm going to get shit on for this. I The the whole Cody, like, he's the big deal of the entire company. Wow. De- like, Well, he's back to get revenge. Like, this they whole, beat the hell out of him. Like I told you, like, the whole, like, he's, like, the, mor- the murder where he gets beat up and he's, like, Jesus. And now he's coming through the gates like he's, like, fucking coming through the gates yeah, of he heaven. Gets the, he gets the big-time entrance, which I'm like, well, maybe just, Kenny should get that entrance. I'm just so – like, I, I listen, I think what AEW is doing is great. I think the Elite is, is fantastic. I think they've changed pro wrestling. I respect Cody. I respect his family. I just like the whole like just shoving it in my face. It's just well, like when it when the smoke. Hit, I'm like it's yeah. Cody, and then the the gates open and he came out and he was just like a bad. I was like, nah. I didn't mind that. The, the most strong thing was his black black hair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's. I think part of the problem there is that we're so used to WWE and we're so used to them not knowing how to actually book a baby face that when yeah. you book one right, it's just like. Why is he be, why is like a super because that's what your baby face is supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. They just don't do it. So maybe that's why there's a uh, such a like a culture shock or just a shock of it. Yeah, I don't I didn't, I didn't mind. And then of course he's gonna come back and get revenge because they beat the hell out of him, you know, and they cut up the old title and threw it, you know. So it makes sense and obviously that's gonna be a match of pay per view. I don't mm-hmm. think they're gonna do it next week. But but then uh Brody does that promo backstage, we'll skip to that, where he has the dog collar. He's like, I'll challenge you to a dog collar match. Well, why did you have that dog collar? You just carry that around with you normally. Don't king shame Andy. Yeah, like <laughs> they challenge him to match. Like you know what it's gonna be? It's gonna be a dog collar match. Don't have it. Like maybe he had a chain. Like he'd be holding the chain. Like I have an idea. We're gonna use this chain or one like it, and we're gonna chain ourselves together with dog collars. You son of a bitch. Not. Yeah. I have this dog collar. That'd be like I have this barbed wire bat and all these thumbtacks, and we're gonna have a death match, and it's gonna be a barbed wire thumbtack death match because I had these items on me. Why did you bring those items? Uh, by the way, how much Strange. you would have bet during that, that dog collar match, Cody bleeds from the ear? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, like like Brick uh, Valentine. Like a, he's going to bleed like a pig. They're going to bleed all over each other in that match. But um, I, I didn't mind the Cody thing, but, man, that black hair, he's like, my, my friends go, that's just so jarring. Because <laughs> it's been blonde for so long, and it's so black. It's black, black. It's like black, so black. He looks like a magician. Yeah. He likes, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Spellbinder Fantasio. Suit looked good. Yeah, suit so was nice. He looked like yeah. a vampire. Yeah. Cody's a vampire now. He yeah. died. And, oh, Jesus just, Christ. Just the over-elaborated. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I guess I watched him be a gimmick in WWE for so long, and now he's yeah. like the, they're trying to make him like the main dude, and it's just like I'm not I'm not buying into it yet. I don't know. Like I said, I like him as a person. I like the whole idea. It just, I don't know. He did put the figure four on five, though, so that's yeah. that's a sentence. <laughs> Yeah, even like when I was a kid though, and like you threw Hogan in my face, I was like, I like Macho Man more. Yeah. you know what I mean. Like, so that's kind of always that's, been my thing. Like, I mean, you have to have your big baby face. Like, oh, it should I, probably be Miro. But. So my my homework for not cool in high school was to watch the Harry Potter movie. Yeah, and normally every time I watch a movie, and it's like you're supposed to, except like Batman, but like usually when there's like a movie and like this is the main character, you should like him the most. Yeah. I always like oh, I like the supporting actor a yeah. little better. Like I always kind of gravitate to that. And Harry's like the first time ever, but like. 
like just Cody's supposed to be the guy you're supposed and I'm just like yeah, I'm not into uh, it there's always that yeah, yeah. and that, that's kind of like with Roman Reigns who's like well here's what you're supposed to like and we're like we don't like him so yeah uh, well, I think the only guy who was always like yeah that's him that's the number one guy in your company where I was like yeah I'm with it was Austin yeah I think that yeah. was the only one yeah, who could argue Sean but even when like even when Sean was supposed to be the guy that you're supposed to like there was still like the whole like Brett and Sean thing yeah so that was also kind of yeah the rock too so. yeah you yeah. yeah, usually always had your choices always, usually when they get one big guy there's always another guy it's like right like, after the hotels WWE at that time if you like when it comes to character development it was like are you a Sean guy are you a Brett guy are you an Undertaker guy are you a Rock guy are you a are you a Stone Cold guy like it was just like there was like five huge names yeah like stuff well every every good fed should have like f- at least four main and then, events and like, then you had, then new you had japan the, always has big four big guys and then you had the sneaker jericho in there who people didn't understand yet and didn't realize no. how huge he was going to be and you had eddie coming up and you yeah got, got big show who was big show but yeah it's yeah, crazy kane you know so because like when people think the attitude area they, they like jericho doesn't even get brought up really yeah. heavily like they're like no it's rockstone the whole time yeah and it's just like uh, it's crazy to think about all right, let's and there get... are people like who remember from W Super like, come on, push Jericho, come on. Yeah, yeah. And every time he got a mic, man, he saw he crushed. He well, he just a... came in and he made a lot of enemies very. Yeah, cool. let the boobies hit the floor. Yeah, and one of them wound up there in boss's daughter. Wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, back to the matches. Uh, Thunder Rosa and Hikaru Shida beat Diamante and Ivelisse. Uh this... Shida got the pin on Diamante. This was not good too. Um. Uh. Apparently, Evelise and Thunder Rosa do not like each other and do not want to work with each other. So all their stuff looks shitty. Yeah. But not more so. It's on Evelise, who is not good wrestler. They remember sixteen years veteran. <laughs> what was she doing for sixteen years? Not wrestling good because yeah. she sucks. And Diamante sucks a little bit less. They were still laying shit in the way though. Yeah, they were like, and then you the see chops. Thunder Rosa's like, I'm gonna give it right back. Yeah. I'm gonna fuck with Thunder Rosa. She does MMA like. I don't know. Four years in pro wrestling, and she's already like the biggest thing yeah. in the world. Yeah, and she's she's already better than most of them. I think she's even better than uh, Hikaru. But Hikaru's good. Uh, just the match, just because you, you got two people that don't want to work together. Do you have her beat Sheeta for the for the and have like a, be a double champ for two companies? If if you can sign her, yeah, that that's the big yeah. if. Yeah, if you can sign her, I mean, who knows what's gonna happen there? I mean, obviously. When her contract's up, she's gonna sign there. The only problem with that, I'll get into that towards the end, towards the end of AEW. All right, let's but, get into that. I was match. Say, I, I would love to see Thunder Rosa wrestle wrestle Nyla. I think they have a great. Yeah, match. I yeah. think Thunder Rosa versus most people in the roster would be pretty good. But I agree. Um, if that Eva Lee's how she no sold last time, or she gave her step, or she just, I'd be like, you know what? We don't need you. You're fired. Yeah. Because that just exposes and like, who does that make look good? Oh, oh, you're you're a big guy, badass. You wouldn't sell for the world champion that came in. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. You're out. Yeah, I agree. So, and then, then she's going to have an air match where she shits, and all she cares about is fixing her hair, put it in a braid or something. Fire Ivelisse. That's yeah. what I say. And then our main event uh, for the AW title, they had to kind of scramble here because uh, they, they were going to do that six-man. But Oh, real quick. Lance I'm sorry. Arch- real fast. Oh. Um, I just remember something about that last one. So before this match, uh, FTR was supposed to come oh, out. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they, and they uh, looked like they were going to have a match and then said, no, we're not doing it. Yeah. So here's the cool thing about this is – I don't know if this was by design or if I'm just overlooking it and re- overreading it. Um, they obviously it would have been a great night for tag team wrestling to be showcased, and what a great way to do it would be the F- FTR. But they kind of said like in story, but kind of looked like they were like, no, no, let the ladies go out there and do their thing. Mm-hmm. And then what's her name comes down with the with her face paint. But yeah, but that was cool. Yeah, but, but animal. So yeah. it was kind of like. They kind of pass a torch to females to do the tag team to kind of honor Animal and not so much them. Yeah, I, I, I didn't even notice that, but yeah, I can see yeah. that. 
I feel bad they didn't honor it that well. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, I, th- it, I think the champions honored it. Yeah, yeah, it was, wasn't their fault. Yeah. <laughs> it was the two Mia Yims, as my friend said. Because <laughs> the they both have Mia Yims gimmick. Yeah. Um, Mia and Mercedes Martinez. Yeah. And I kind of like the FTR thing where, like, if you can't beat them in 20 minutes, they just win. <laughs> I like that. I like that thing. <laughs> so yeah. that, that's kind of cool. All right, I'm sorry. I'm going to so wrestle Brock Lesnar. If he can't beat me in two seconds, I win. <laughs> yeah, I win. Yeah, and I'm the champ. He's still going to win. He's still going to win. <laughs> You'd be like the genius having a win over Hulk Hogan back in the day. <laughs> All right, main uh, event. So, yeah, main event time. John Moxley and Eddie, Kings, uh, Eddie Kingston. Uh, Eddie Kingston gets the uh, – John Moxley rather gets the win with the bulldog choke. Kingston does not tap out. He uh, passes out from the hold. Then we'll jump right into the angles here because we had a big one at the end where you had – the Lucha Bros run in and beat up Moxley right after the bell. Taz comes out with Ricky Starks. No Brian Cage. He might have COVID. Uh, they, he said he's under the weather. They haven't said exactly what's wrong with him. And so then you have Eddie Kingston, the Lucha Bros, and Ricky Starks lay out uh, John Moxley, Darby Allen, and Will Hobbs uh, after the main event. So I'm guessing that's how Dynamite was supposed to Dude, end. Ricky Starks, Ricky Starks yeah. and Darby Allen work like they fucking hate each other. Yeah, they, he hit, he came do. in and hit him with that clothesline. I'm like, you were going to kill each other. Like, Stop you're... giving each other receipts. You're yeah. even. <laughs> just... Darby Allen is Kenny. Everybody just beats the hell out of yeah. him. But I think Darby Allen likes it. I think he Pro- tells yeah. people he's like, Yo, when he you likes hit... it now, but he's going to be in a wheelchair when he's 40. Yeah, yeah. Like, he can, he, he's like, when you hit the ring, Ricky, yeah, fucking the kill helmet. me. And he's probably like, all right. Because <laughs> I mean, that's what I would say. Because I mean, Dar- right. Darby did the inside out spin yeah. with it, but I mean, like he he did the inside out, but it was, he almost didn't land the inside out because Starks hit him so hard. Yeah. <laughs> like I was like, Jesus, like, it's like they're like, let's just go ahead and kick the yeah, shit. So, uh, Darby's wrestling career was not gonna be real long, taking insane bumps all the time. Yeah, like you gotta like pick and choose your crazy bumps. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this like Brandon said, this is probably the ending they wanted to do with a six man. So and then when Archer it's sick, so when he comes back in two weeks and Yeah. Now the thing the thing with this this main event is I liked Eddie. I, I always, thought that match was very good. He he won me over even more with this match. Because not like once again, when I said like with Cameron Grimes where he has the small things like the facial expressions mm-hmm. and the stuff in the ring, Eddie has that too. Yeah. Like he, his, his facial expressions in the match. Like when he got the choke out and he did the thing, like yeah. And the way he fell, he couldn't just fall and and roll over and lie on his back because he had to act knocked out. Yeah. So he kind of was in like an awkward position. And I don't know if he said it to the ref or if the ref kind of like on his part was like they did an MMA thing where he kind of like rolled and landed on him. Mm-hmm. So it was able so he was able to get out of that awkward position where he looked like because he like where he was sitting. And then when the ref hit it, he was able to lay on his back and be more knocked out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, like that that small stuff for me, like where it made it look more real. But uh, he's good, man. He 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 could talk well in the mic, and he the small things in the matches he does yeah, really they well. Yeah, the chops were stiff and everything. Yeah, I believe they wrestled each other in CZW back in the day. Yeah, I oh, a lot, a yeah. ton. Yeah. So and and the thing with Eddie Kingston is, I mean, at this point, there's so much mileage on him that he can't do some things physically that he could do when he was younger. But he has such a, a great presence, a great character, a great knowledge of charisma through the roof. Yeah. Oh yeah. So him just, and Jer- him and Jericho would have great promos. Yeah. Know. So just have him wrestle every now and then. To, that way, you keep him going. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's go to some storylines because we did miss some big ones. Uh, Matt Jackson busted up Tony Schiavone's phone. The Young Bucks are still dicks. Yeah. What a prick. A little, little bit too much overacting there. Yeah. Tony yeah. Tony's uh, great though. Matt- Matt Hardy promo, I uh, accused Jericho of being the one that attacked him after the match. Uh, Jericho comes out and says, I wouldn't hide it if I did. And he brings out Sammy Guevara. Sammy's back. It all leads to private party, kind of standing up for Matt Hardy. 
And we're going to have uh, Isaiah Cassidy and Jericho next week. Yeah. Good the, for Isaiah. The, the first uh, Private Party guy, not so good on the mic. The second guy, a little bit better. Yeah. Um, yeah Did anybody else get the impression that maybe Private Party's turning heel and they're the ones that roughed up Matt Hardy? That's what I thought. Like, mm-hmm. I, mean, I thought before even Jericho came out, maybe they did. Yeah. Because they don't like him. We don't like you. We hate the Hardy Boys. We um, like the Dudley Boys. <laughs> and, and I mean, once again, uh, House of Glory guys getting good love. Yeah. And uh, on AEW Dark. Uh, Rembrandt, Rembrandt, getting Rembrandt, some yeah. love, man. Lewis. What a cool dude, man! I like him right. a lot. He, I, I, if you guys are listening to this, and if you're not from our area, and you're listening, and you're a fan who is not from the Pennsylvania area, you're just kind of fell, fell, fell into us. Uh, Rembrandt performs a lot at PPW in Hazleton, uh, and he, he's just like him and the rest of the House of Glory guys, just really, really talented dudes. And the, uh, the one night he did a, a moonsault from the uh, top turnbuckle to the outside of the ring. And hit his shins off a solid steel guardrail, mm-hmm. and I, everyone in the building, cringed, and it, we, all of us thought one hundred percent he broke his leg. Yeah, um, yeah. he got he, he stood back up and he finished the match on his own two feet, like knowing he was in pain. Yeah, uh, just such a, a tough fucking dude. Uh, great personality, and and he, I like his character, like the little weekend style character, and just. Even on, like on camera, he's just amazing. But off character, uh, off camera, uh, very very nice good kid. Like I like him a lot. Good dude. So good for him. Anybody he... uh, happen to remember who won the last match Rembrandt was in in PPW? Uh, yeah, you beat him. Yeah, it was Val Royal, was it? Yeah. Well, no, it was the uh, four way. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, the four way. Yeah, yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. <laughs> Jesus. But he did, you didn't. <laughs> I don't know. So he did, like, he, didn't, he didn't take the fall. He did not. He did not take the yeah. fall because he is still undefeated at PPW because he didn't take any yeah. falls. Who threw him out by Royal? Yeah. <laughs> and he hey, said, you have his number. Who should be on AW Dark? And and you and he said during the promo, <laughs> he goes, he goes, Andy Hitters getting a title shot. Yeah. Who has he beat? Yeah. He is, he is, yeah. You. Yeah. He just threw you out, Rembrandt. Yeah. Put me in it. Yeah, I wish I knew private party. <laughs> anyway, good for him. Though. Yeah, super nice guy. I'm happy for him. And I reached out and to I'm, him. Reached out to him and said congratulations, brother. And he uh, he reached back out and said oh, cool. thank you for the support. And again, and again, he did not take the fall. His partner did. Boy, wow. Sultan. Yeah, he's nice. undefeated at AEW. Wow, how about that? Yeah, he's killing it. Undefeated everywhere. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, Storyline wise, have anything else? Uh, that was pretty much it. Uh, unless I'm missing something kind of that was quick. Uh, we do have some stuff for next week. Jericho and Cassidy. Dr. Britt Baker returns. We kind of went over FTR and SCU in the 20-minute challenge match. Uh, we are getting Darby Allen and Ricky Starks next week. And then John Moxley will be making an appearance. Oh, so Jericho went from one Cassidy to another. <laughs> yeah. Now it's Cassidy with a K. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, and Jericho had a little bit of a thing with uh, MJF. MJF. Yeah, they did that thing. Why'd you call me a loser? Yeah. So eventually they got to wrestle, but that's when Jericho turns face. So. Yeah. They were kissing Down each other's ass, yeah. and then they, yeah. I still think they'd be a great tag team. They would. They should do that where who's going to turn, you know? Yeah. I, I would I would, I would. would have Jericho and him tag team and not him and. Yeah, J- uh, Jake Hager. Jake Hager. Um yeah, that's it. Uh, before before Brian, because I'm going to give Brian a little vocal break here because he, he's got the, the topic here. I just want to do a quick little recap review of what I've been experiencing so far in WWE 2K Battlegrounds. Oh, okay. Um, so if you get the game, you get a handful of characters right off the bat. You don't get all 70. Yeah, which is okay. I like unlocking people. The, 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 the way you go about unlocking things is really fun. Like it, it, it keeps the replay value high. It makes cool. you want to go in every day and do your daily challenges because okay. that's how you get your most coins. Um, it makes you want to go play this career mode, which is really fun. 
like because you get you you they give you creative characters they made mm -hmm. but each character it kind of teaches you how to play is each class okay so it's kind of like a giant tutorial now i do have one beef it is one of those games when you get closer to the end mm -hmm. the difficulty goes up okay but the difficulty doesn't seem like it's like that they're just the computer's good at the game it's cheap it's cheap difficulty Ugh, where sucks. they just fucking reverse everything Ugh. no matter what you do yeah. they just reverse every so it's just like i'm at the part where i have to wrestle the rock and he beats me within a minute and a half oh, man. no matter what i do and even if I try to switch it up or yeah. even try to cheese him, he reverses everything. Down and the, the you can't. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. And then once you're another thing in career mode too is, uh, or just in the game where I, I, I mean, I guess it would, when you're playing the computer, it's, it's, it's hard, but I guess when you're playing people, the reason they didn't make it like the window to reverse something is fucking quick. Oh God. It's really quick. And it's a, it's not like it's like a button, like a tap R trigger yeah. to reverse. It's it's one of the four buttons on your like Xbox like oh, okay, X yeah, yeah. square. I'm trying to just trying to uh, yeah. I, I'm not a PlayStation. I know you both you guys are PlayStation, but um, yeah, it's it's uh, the reverse windows are really really tight. Um, that's tough for me. And then when you get further in the game, it just they reverse everything and it's it gets cheesy. Yeah, yeah, it gets super cheesy. Um, besides that, the game is so much fun. Um, tons of skins in the game. Really cool. So. I think so. It's not like uh, the the other games where it's like his this outfit is a different character. You know no. how there's like that's so dumb. Nope, that was so, so stupid. So every so like I like I I'm guessing when Dude Love and uh, I think there's Jack, three separate characters. Cause they they have are three moves. separate characters. Yeah. yeah, um, and some characters only have two skins. Some characters have three no one has more than three. And they can always make more. Yeah, um, but each so when you unlock the character. Um, you unlock the main character, then you have to spend coins to unlock their other outfits. Okay. So you don't get to guy and get all three outfits. So I mean, there's tons of replay value to go to unlock, to unlock everything. Up, yeah, that's cool. And and it, I like unlocking rather than just we'll pay five ninety nine and you yeah. can get there. And you don't have. I mean, there is microtransactions in microtransactions in there to uh, well, to do everything. that, but. It's not like a one big time yeah. thing too, where you unlock everything okay. with one button, like the old ones. You have yeah. to, it makes you work for it. Um, then they have a store mode where they kind of add, like right now the store mode I think is going for another like maybe ten more days. Mm -hmm. But for like nine thousand coins, you get Andre the Giant and all three of his skins in one bundle. Oh, okay. And you save a ton of coins. Yeah. Then they have uh, Undertaker's already unlocked, but you can get Ministry Undertaker and Deadman Undertaker, like Deadman Walking, oh, okay. American Biker, Badass. Yeah, Undertaker. Um, and then they have a tool pack where you get um, Naomi and Nikki Cross as oh, okay. as, as the cost of one. I coins. got the uh, pre-order Edge that came in mine. Yeah, yeah. So pre-order cool. pre Edge, you'll get pre-order Edge and uh, and then the Lux version of what I got. It gave me the Rock. Stone Cold and Ronda already all unlocked. Oh, okay. And all three of their outfits. Which I'm sure you unlock them normally because they're on the cover of the game. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They're normally in there, but they, they come pre-unlocked for oh, me. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Create a character is a lot of fun. Uh, it looks very, like Brian was kind of saying, it looks very uh, non-existent. But it, it it is something that when you go in there, there's a lot more to unlock. And they're going to add more skins and okay, more outfits yeah. and stuff. Um, and then you have to do another mode with your create a character to level him up, like a gauntlet mode. Okay. And the gauntlet mode is the only way you can level up your creative characters. Oh, okay. Which is good <coughs> and bad because then if you're playing two players and like, oh, I made 
you know, o- Okada, I'm gonna be Okada. Oh, I didn't play that thing, so he sucks. That's pretty much. That's the thing that happened in the old games. Like, yeah, that yeah. sucks. Yeah. But other than that, it sounds really good. Um, there are there's 72 people in the game. How many people do you, roughly did you start with? Would you say? Uh, like 10. Oh, really? Wow, yeah. that's a lot of unlocking. 72 people in the game, and then next month, 72 for free. 72 characters and three skins each character yeah. for the most part. And this game is 40 dollars. Yeah. I don't see how anyone could talk shit about it. Even though the current product sucks, the game looks really good. It's it looks fun. fun. Electrified cage match where you get the money. and the Yeah. Um, my only beef, one other beef I had on Lockshot Michaels, mm-hmm. go to do my finishing move and I do a suplex. Oh, because that's original Shawn Michaels and that was his finisher. But I don't even know how to do the sweet chin. Yeah. He, if, if that's like 91 Shawn Michaels, he didn't have the sweet chin music yet. Mm. That yeah. might be it yeah, then. Yeah. Teardrop suplex. Yeah, the teardrop suplex. So yeah. that's probably why he yeah. might have the super kick but he might not so if he if he doesn't it's actually true but to it, it's, that it, it looks like his skin looks like second run sean really yeah. he don't have like the moo cow pants to call him with the like no like the white cow? nope he doesn't now were you doing it from the the front like your front special or yeah. like it's just it there is no front or back oh it's just maybe special? you have to do it from the ground is there like a ground special i think everything's just stand up no. specials well I'll, I'll, i mess with it i'll, I'll yeah you know I mean, like I said, th- th- there is there is stuff in there that they don't really talk about when it comes to the moves. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's, I mean, I'm I'm having a good time with it. Cool. Yeah, I played through the story part, and uh, the only like actual like car- I didn't unlock anybody. I don't think I think I think it was like trying to unlock Daniel Bryan. But uh, I did un- I did play him. as Yokozuna. Yeah, there you and, go. And uh, his his special was the light drop. I couldn't figure out how to do the bonsai drop. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure how to do the bonsai either. Uh, the cool thing with this game too is your your the career mode unlocks characters, mm-hmm. right? So when you open up your screen to unlock characters, they all look like they're toys. They're okay. inside action figure cases. Oh, that's cool. And then cool. when you unlock them, they yeah. bust out of their their packaging. Oh. Um, there is a cool thing though is the ones that are listed that are on, that you have to pay for your coins to unlock. Mm-hmm. Um, are the are the, are are not the same characters you unlock when you play the story mode. So if you're looking for like Alexa Bliss, Ember mm-hmm. Moon, um, trying to think who else is in there. Who uh, there's certain so certain characters like where the hell are they? You have to unlock them in story mode. Like you beat the character and then you after the character you go up a, a like a bar like mm-hmm. a like a tree and you click it and it says you unlocked Alexa Bliss. Oh, okay. And then you don't have to pay for her. You did it in story mode. Okay, but, but you, you, if you wanted to pay, you could. Nope. Oh, oh, really? oh, so so pretty much the ones that you have to unlock via story mode, you have to beat the story mode to unlock them. Oh, okay, so they're not That's gonna fine. they're not gonna rip you out of coins that, oh, of oh, a character. I, okay, I got you. Yeah, gotcha. because because your coins are obviously you want to. Yeah. yeah, your currency is valuable, and they want you to use it to unlock characters. Yeah, so they're not gonna make you spend currency when, on a character. When you're gonna get that character for what? free. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so which I, I think that's cool. They do that. Because for a while there, I was like, shit, I may not want to unlock any characters because I might just get them for free in career yeah. mode. Now, here's a question. Can the guys wrestle girls? No. Because I've I, I seen like this one match. I'm like, I think they can. They nope. should, in that game, they should be able to. There, it says exhibition men, exhibition women. Oh, okay. You I, can, say, I don't think they should do that. They're actually in two separate complete screens. Really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. For that game, like it's basically Street Fighter. No. Yeah. Ryu has been fighting Chun-Li for 30 years now. So. Yeah. Nope. No, no men and women. Can't do it. It's like I said, I'm I'm having a good time with it. Just having some, yeah, I didn't get a, play a little frustrated that once you get further in the story mode, uh, characters just reverse the difficulty spikes. Yeah, everything like annoyingly they reverse everything. But. There was one match that always drove me nuts in No Mercy. It's my favorite wrestling game ever, but it's when you're doing that champion mode and you're in the world title path, 
and you have the the no DQ false count anywhere match against the APA handicap. Oh, yeah, I remember that. That's and so the hard. only way I could ever win it would be to go in the back and get on the the flatbed truck and grab a weapon. And anytime one of them would come up, you just hit him with the weapon. I was an Irish was whip guy. Irish whip one out of the ring. Beat oh, the yeah. Then yeah. Irish whip my hand. Your, like, save a special and then quick hit it. And yep. Just running attacks. Yeah, yeah that running, was so running attacks. Running grapple attacks yeah. and Irish whipping people out. I, like Royal Rumble, you're just, as soon as they run in, Irish whip out. Yeah. As soon as they run in, Irish <laughs> whip out. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the game looks fun though. It's only forty dollars. So. Yeah, it's it's a the battle, Royal Rumble's a lot of fun. It's it it can get very. I, challenging. I heard that all the pre order people they're gonna give you for free next month too. So yeah, you know if you if you don't have Edge, just wait. Yeah, the only pre order was Edge, and yeah. you'll, you'll get them. Um, I'm excited to see. But more. here's a game that could go on forever because because it's wacky. You can have all the old guys in it. Yeah. Um, the only thing is when you unlock Finn Balor, mm-hmm. he has three outfits. Okay. Not one of them is a demon. Oh, maybe that's, maybe demon is a separate character. Demons, I think demon is going to be a separate thing. Uh, when you unlock Bray Wyatt, so you get the Fiend. Yeah. Then you unlock him as Bray Wyatt, but he doesn't come out. He's still the Bray Wyatt. He's not the Fiend. Um, but Swamp Bray Wyatt, like with the hat? And- yep. So you get you get, you get the old Eater of Worlds Bray okay. Wyatt. Then you get the new sweater Bray Wyatt. Bray okay. Wyatt and then you get the Fiend Bray Wyatt. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mick Foley is uh white button down shirt with Socko. Okay. And then Mick Foley with the brown. Yeah, Mankind. The, mask. Yeah, the Mankind. Oh, the, yeah. yeah. Well, Mankind. Two Mankinds. But yeah. you have the beginning Mankind. The brown tights with the white Triple shirt. Triple H yeah. with short hair, no hair, long hair. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other cool skins that I, I kind of caught on. Nothing. I Probably think. a bunch of different outfits. I would assume. Oh, Ember Moon's outfits. All three of those are like like actual actual stuff they've worn. Yeah. So it's not like they just took a character and just said, "All right, put them in a white suit." Yeah, this yeah. one. Like every single, from the most part, every single character's skin is something they legit wore. Oh, that's cool. So like Mickey James's three outfits are all three things she's wore. Yeah. Uh, Alexa's are all three things she wore. Like so, I think that's a really cool touch. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna. Step out for one second, and then you guys can start uh, birthdays, and then we'll get into the topic. Okay. All right, so birthdays uh, this week. We had well, nothing for Friday, nothing for the 18th, but on Saturday, we had a few. We had uh, one of the older ones this week. Saturday was the the 19th was the 76th birthday of Gerald Briscoe. Wow, how about that? Recently fired Gerald Briscoe. And now I, I guess he's doing a new thing where he's working with an agency. Uh, where they're going to be scouting like MMA fighters, wrestlers, things like that, hmm. and just signing them on as agents. He's working with some established sports agent, and he's going to be scouting more. Because that's what he's been doing with WWE for yeah. a while anyway. Well, that's cool. He'll probably love it and make good money, so good for him. And then I don't know what name to use for her, but uh, it was the uh, Saturday was also the 35th birthday of... Uh, Renee Young, Renee Paquette, Renee Good, Renee Ambrose, yeah, whatever you Renee, want to Renee Moxley. Renee Moxley. Renee's birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday to Renee. She was 35 on Saturday. Sunday, Sunday we had a bunch on the uh, 20th of September. Um, Sunday we had Arn Anderson, 62 Ooh, years a. old. Double A. 62 always looked 42. <laughs> and then... A little bit older than that, at 70, we had uh, Greg the Hammer Valentine, wow. but it took him 40 years just to get warmed up. Yeah. So Then we had a younger guy, bright future guy, definitely, I think, 31 years old, uh, just came off a long, long, long run with the Impact Tag titles, Ethan Page. Okay, yeah. At 31 years old on Sunday. And he, then... He, uh, yeah, I am Facebook friends with him, and he had a Spider-Man cake. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Very nice. And then uh, also... 
Well, well, well. Joel. 45 years old. 45? Wow. I wouldn't think he's that old, but it makes sense. Quintessential stud muffin is 45 years old. I don't know if I ever told this on the show, but in 2006, I went to the show in Edison, New Jersey. It was a Ring of Honor show in Edison, New Jersey that August, I want to say. Okay. It was the night that Danielson was a champion, and it was the night that him and Samoa Joe had the one-hour Broadway. And they did Davey Richards against Kenta was like the match under that, and that was really good too. And as we're walking out of the, uh, as we're walking out of the, I think it was like the Inman Sports Center there in Edison. Yeah, the hockey Joel arena. Gert, yeah, the hockey arena, yeah. When, when I see that new arena, the, the new roller roost thing in Pottsville, I, I think of that. Like when I saw the, 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 the ring, I'm like, oh, that looks like the, uh, yeah, the, the Inman place. Center in Edison. Yeah, I was there a couple times. And this one, I saw, um, as we're walking out, there's just this guy handing out flyers. And he just said the same thing. Everybody's, I, and I'll, I'll still remember it, even though it's been 14 years to this day. He's <laughs> uh, like, uh, uh, low-key against Azriel, Jay Lethal against Sanjay Dutt. Now that I say that, I think I might have gotten those mixed up. <laughs> and we look over and like, it's Joel Gertner. But it was when he had lost a ton of weight. Yeah. He was like really, really skinny. Wow. And yes, yeah, so he wasn't trying to like use his fame. He wasn't trying to like ham it up or anything. But he's just uh, very, very quietly, very respectfully, uh, respectfully handing out flyers. Was there. he plugging Jersey All Pro? That's what that sounds. No, like. I think he, I think he was promoting a show in Connecticut. I think oh, it was something he was wow. involved with the promotion. That's weird. Hey, did you enjoy this show in Edison, New Jersey? Want to come to a show in Connecticut? No. <laughs> Rich fans traveled. I yeah. was actually at a show the night before in Long Island. Really? Wow. Uh, that was the one where they did uh, Joe and AJ were wrestling. They did uh, Delirious and Nigel for the pure title. Uh, Danielson and uh, who did, Jack Evans. Oh, I think okay. I mentioned it last because the only time I was ever up in that Long Island. That was way in Long Island. Too. Yeah, way out. Eight. And then uh, going to Monday the 21st, that was the 66th birthday of Ricky Morton. Oh, there we go. Rock and roll, baby. Joey Janela at uh, not Bloodsport. <laughs> that would be something. Yeah, for, Spring Break. Spring Break. Uh, they also announced that the blow up doll, the blow up doll from DDT, is in the Clusterfuck Battle Royal this uh, year. No, Hiki. Hiki. Gonna Hiki, win it. I forget the name. Hiki Karu or something. I forget. Could win it. Could definitely win it. Uh, Tuesday. Uh, speaking of old guys, and and uh, this is for the oldest guy this week. Tuesday was the 78th birthday of Ole Anderson. Wow, and, and he said it around. was shits. <laughs> is the shit uh, moving on to yesterday moving on to yesterday we had and they acknowledged it on Dynamite Matt Hardy uh, 46 mm-hmm. yesterday Kyrie, and again I don't know how to say what name you Kyrie Singh Kyrie Hojo who knows yeah. uh, 32 years old wow she's not that old Eight. went back to Japan yeah so I guess she's Kyrie Hojo again now yeah and uh, so Angel Garza also uh, birthday yesterday 28 years old hmm so today, and uh, Tony, you're back. You had a birthday for today, right? Oh uh, yeah, two uh, birthdays. Deshaun Pratt today. I, I, today, I believe his is today, and I don't know if it was yesterday or today, but also uh, uh, Jay Kuiper, right? Yes, yes. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so two PPW guys' birthdays today. So happy birthday to those guys. And and Deshaun, I don't know if you know this, he's an Egyptian pharaoh, and he is actually three thousand years old today. Yeah, well, yeah. how about that? Congratulations. Yeah. Looking, the funky look, pharaoh, too. Looking great for 3,000. Yeah. He does look a day over 2,950. Nope. <laughs> and then uh, also birthdays today on the bigger stage. Somebody I'm sure everybody's rooting for. Everybody's wishing nothing but the best for. Sonya Deville, 27 today. Wow. Oh. And then a uh, little bit older, 
Stephanie McMahon, 44 years old today. Mm. And another guy who uh, just recently went through a name change, Slapjack. <laughs> uh, resolution, whatever. Retribution, whatever their name is. Uh, he is 35 today. Shane Thorne. Oh, hopefully when he's 36, he won't be, be Shane Thorne. Anymore. Yeah. At least he gets to wear or a full mask. Yeah, at least he gets to wear a full mask, though. Yeah. That's yeah. One, you know, I'd, I'd want to wear a full mask if I was. was or, 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 or CM Punk said, uh, when you get bored and have a paper plate and catering or something like that. <laughs> What's his name does look cooler with the mask though, with his hair, longer hair. Diomatix. Uh, oh, yeah. Who well, I've never seen him wrestle, so I don't know if he's good or not. Yeah. But yeah, well, there we go for birthdays. That was pretty cool. Yeah, and and I did uh, just I won't go into detail on this because I don't want to run too too long here. We got a lot to do with the uh, the main thing we're doing, but the uh, the the things we're going to go over today as far as in history. Uh, September fourth, two thousand six, TNA announced the signing of Kurt Angle. Mm. Uh, September which, which 23rd. I think, I think he's going to go back. You never know. Maybe. You never know. September 23rd, 1987. Uh, so this would have been 33 years ago yesterday. And in Hershey, PA. Ooh. It was taped uh, that day, but it aired on uh, about 10 days later. The Mega Powers were formed. Ooh, how about it? In Hershey, Hogan PA. Saved, yeah, Hogan saved Macho Man from the Heart Foundation and the Honky Tonk Man. Yeah, what, and then and they're beating him up forever, and then Liz comes back, pulls Hogan out, and he, he does the classic. I don't know what's going on. They get halfway down the aisle, and then he looks at him and he points and starts doing that blowing thing where he's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, "It's so awesome." <laughs> yeah, Honky Tonk Man shoved Liz down. He couldn't do that in, uh, yeah. in the Battlegrounds game. No, look at strap off her dress too. No, Ooh. scandalous. Hockey talk, man. Probably will be in Battlegrounds games at some point if he's not already in it. Yeah. And the other thing, the other thing I was going to bring up was uh, 40 years ago, uh, Monday, the 20 or Tuesday, the 22nd, there was a battle of the world champions at uh, Madison Square Garden. Bob Backlund beat NWA World Champion Harley Race by DQ. Wow. How about that? That's a big match from back then. Yeah. I don't know how but, entertaining it was, but. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but alas, we can't talk about that because we got to talk about something. I would say sadder because obviously it's uh, very sad that the Road Warrior Animal passed, but we're going to do the fun thing. We're just going to kind of look back at what a great career, an amazing career, and uh, some other things he did beyond his career that were, that were pretty amazing, too. Mm-hmm. We're not going to talk about him and Heidenreich. No, uh, well, actually, we'll... we'll, we'll <laughs> okay. It can all be great. <laughs> yeah. But, what, what, what do they rank for you as, as uh, tag teams of all time? Best tag team of all time. You, you, you have them as the best? Not, I mean, it, it, it's just how you quantify it. Were there better working tag teams? Yes, obviously. Any of the Japanese tag teams, uh, Kawada and you know, everybody. Um, but as far as if I was like, who's my, who's the best tag team? It's the Road Warriors for me. Yeah. They were the first tag team for me that I, you, you've, I visually looked at, and I was like, wow, they're fucking cool. Yeah, they look awesome. Yeah. With the spikes and everything. They were so cool looking that... I seen them and then I seen Demolition because I, I, I it wasn't like I didn't see like it was vice versa for me, and I was like, Demolition's stupid. They're not they're not LOD. Yeah, it's kind of a ripoff. Yeah, I knew Demolition first, but when I saw LOD, I'm like, oh, they're better. Yeah, yeah, yeah for me, I was L- I seen LOD first, and then it was Demolition. I was like, I seen Demolition first. Yeah. Then- having access to NWA or anything, so I had no idea. Yeah, the first time I saw LOD was actually live. Oh wow! Uh, I had a uh, one of the reasons I got so into wrestling at a young age is I had a, a cousin I was very close with, 
my cousin Steve, and he would take me to wrestling at the Philadelphia Spectrum a lot. Is MOD going to be in Battlegrounds? I think they're already in. Oh, my wait. cousin Steve will not be in Battlegrounds. Oh. Yeah, it's the animal. Was he? No. Was he a part of that concussion lawsuit? I think he right? was. Oh, if he was, then he's not in the game. All that lawsuit has been dropped. And now that they're both dead, they might put him in. Because that's how they are. And Demolition will not be in the game for the same reason. Yeah. This is sad. So, uh, but anyway. Anyway, you and your cousin Steve. Yeah, uh, we went to a Jim Crockett show. And I oh, think it was wow. like the end of 88. Uh, maybe early 80s. I think it was 88 because I think they were heels at this point. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure they wrestled Sting and Luger. And it was the main event of the show. And I remember... My cousin Steve tell me about it, and they're like, we he had old football pads for when he played football, <laughs> so he just like run around like we were the LOD. He, awesome. he was a lot older than me. I should mention he's like in his like twenties, and yeah, I was okay. like six. <laughs> and we uh, yeah, was getting me all hyped up for the LOD, and and I was a fan instantly. Wow. I was a fan instantly. Yeah, I mean, how could you when they come out? And back in the day, they just beat the hell out of people. They would get literally. job guys and not even smarten them up and just mm-hmm. go and beat the shit out of them. But uh, as far as as far as the history here, going way way back, uh, Road Warrior Animal. It's funny we brought up the city. He was born on September twelfth, nineteen sixty, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Wow, I didn't know that. Originally from Philadelphia, not Chicago. Uh, not Chicago. The old, the old, the whole thing about them where they're always they were from Chicago, but they were really kind of based out of Minnesota. That's where they met. That's where Animal spent a lot of his years. Uh, but they were born to a Lithuanian family in Philadelphia. Uh, the Laurinaitises, his real name was uh, Joe Laurinaitis, and they moved to Minnesota as, as animals grown up. He does have uh, two brothers that were in wrestling as hey, well. Hey, hey, uh, uh, no LOD. Oh, in the game, yeah. But they will be in Retromania. Yeah, yeah, so there you go. That's right, yeah. Uh, but uh, as far as his brothers, uh, are the dynamic dudes going to be in the game? Yeah, yeah. possibly. So he, he did have two younger brothers who got in wrestling. Uh, John Laurinaitis, obviously everybody remembers him from... From being the uh, the general manager of Raw, yeah. now he's uh, the Bella Twins' fa- uh, stepdad, Daniel Bryan's father, stepfather-in-law, almost John Cena's stepfather-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Baba's favorite, yeah, Johnny Ace, creator of the Ace, Johnny Ace, a lot of things. And lesser known, it was his brother Mark. Uh, Mark was the Terminator some places, hmm. and then for a little bit in WCW, he was part. I think he was Fury. There was a team called the Wrecking Crew. And it was Rage and Fury. And that's where he's, how he spent most of his career. He wasn't in wrestling long. His partner was Al Green. Al Green was in the Master Blasters with yeah. Kevin Nash. Not the Al he Green was... that plays the trumpet. No, not not out, not uh, not tired of being alone, Al yeah. Green. Not love and happiness, Al Green. Um, but this Al Green was also the dog at the very end of WCW. He was just the dog. Oh, shit, I don't remember that. You're better off. Yeah. Uh, so, so... So Joe Laurinaitis, he took an interest in powerlifting at a young age. He was uh, a junior college All-American at Golden Valley Lutheran College in Minnesota. And he played football there alongside a guy named Scott Simpson, who went on to become a different name, a little more ethnic name. He's more famous by, and he legally changes into that. That was Nikita Koloff. Yeah. And... What do you mean? Also going to be in Retromania. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, one with the other. So, so after high school, uh, after high school, Animal winds up getting a job as a bouncer at a, a at a legendary bar full of tough guys mm-hmm. called Grandma B's, uh, in in Minneapolis, I, Minnesota. And his introduction that night was he beat the shit out of a guy, and they're like, "You're hired." Yeah, <laughs> that's in the dark Probably. side of the ring. Yeah. 
probably. And one of the guys who was working there at, at Grandma Bean's, who's a bartender, uh, he's a little oh. older. <laughs> this <laughs> was this guy, Eddie Sharkey. Eddie Sharkey was a wrestler for a while. He actually started in the carnivals. He uh, worked his way up from the carnivals to the AWA itself. He was one of those guys that went in the barn with the Ganyas and uh, got trained that way, like Ric Flair, like the Iron Sheik, like a lot of guys. And he pretty much was out of wrestling by the time. This is in the late 70s. He was at this bar. He had a falling out with Vern Gagne. Vern Gagne owned wrestling in Minnesota. So he was like, okay, I got to go 10 bar now, I guess. <laughs> But a, a few of the younger bouncers at this bar caught his eye. Four guys in particular. Uh, Joe Laurinaitis, uh, Rick Rude, R-O-O-D was his uh, yeah. actual name. Uh, he was a bouncer there. Uh, Barry Darso, speaking of demolition. And uh, the man who would eventually become synonymous and, and go hand-in-hand hand with Animal, uh, Hawk, Mike Hegstrand is his real name. And so they were all bouncers at the same bar in Minnesota. I can imagine that. I would be as on my best behavior yeah. in that bar. <laughs> the small- Hawk was insane. Animal was gigantic. Yeah. Darso was pretty big. And Rick Rude liked to knock people out with open hand slaps. Yeah, I already shoot you. So it's like, and, and the hit. smallest one was maybe 6'3". Wasn't there, uh, <laughs> wasn't there stories too much later on? Like, uh, uh, Godfather was involved in one of that. He was, he, he was a frequent of that club or bar, or they had that, stories. That was a, I think it was a bar in Vegas. Yeah. yeah. It was probably closed by then. I don't think the bar exists anymore. But maybe yeah, it might. Yeah, it does. I looked it up. Yeah. Grandma B is no longer a thing. No. But yeah, Godfather was another legendary tough guy. Yeah. So Eddie Sharkey trains all these guys and he gets in the wrestle. Uh, so. With uh, with Animal, he made his debut in 1982, wrestling briefly in Georgia with a biker gimmick as the Road Warrior. Yeah. The Mad Max movies had just come out, mm-hmm. so he was really the original Road Warrior. He was just the Road Warrior, and he also wrestled briefly in Mid Atlantic, uh, which would later become what is now WCW, and he wrestled there as Joe Lauren. Mm. And one of his first matches there was against Rick Rude. It was just Ricky Rude. Ricky Rude. <laughs> Ricky Rude. Not ladies. Man uh, and. One of the guys who was running the territories around that time was Paul Ellering, who was just recently in NXT managing the Authors of Pain. Paul Ellering had come up in Minnesota, just like so many other guys, and he had been wrestling since the mid-70s, but he just gotten a really, really severe knee injury around 81, 82. Precious and he was Paul. brought in the... And he was precious Paul Ellering, yeah. Mr. Dot Com, later. <laughs> Mr. Dot Com. <laughs> That's like the computerized man of the 1990s, Terrence Taylor. <laughs> And so Georgia Championship Wrestling at that point, we just brought up his birthday. Ole Anderson was uh, booking there, and he brings in Ellering. You know he can talk. So he brings him in, and Ellering's going to start a heel stable. The Legion of Doom is going to be his heel stable. And through its run, there were a bunch of wrestlers in there. Jake the Snake Roberts, uh, King Kong Bundy, Iron Sheik was in there, I think, for a while. The original Sheik was in there for a while. And they had this idea to put these two guys together. They had this guy, Joe Lauren, who was just kind of on the underneath things in, in Memphis or not Memphis in um, mid Atlantic big guy. And then there was a guy up in Canada who was wrestling at the time as crusher Haig. <laughs> and that's, that's Hawk. So they put them together and they're the road warriors, animal and Hawk. And at first they're dressing up like bikers, but then they kind of refine the look with the face pain and the, the, the studded, yeah, uh, I think mats. the shoulder pads came later. Yeah. The shoulder pads didn't, Whoa, your, your PC just crashed. We lost Brian. PC ran into a problem. 
needs reached. We're just collecting some arrows. Did we lose everything? Uh, no, the audio's still good. Oh man, awesome! Oh, it's restarting. Yeah. Oh, we'll get Brian back in a second here. I'll just, I'll just, sorry, the computer crashed. Awesome. Um, give us one second here. Um, tell t- talk about some animal story. Cause what, what, what were some of your favorite matches to him? Well, I. So, I never seen them until they came to WWE, and that was like what, like ninety one or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they, uh, you think that the demolition was already there? Which demolition was their version of it? They couldn't get LED. So like, well, let's just make you know our close yeah. closest as we can. It was basically what we want: the Road Warriors and Kiss, and we're making the tag team. Uh, hold on, let me send it to Brian. And then they they finally did wrestle, but it was wasn't that great. And uh, there might. Thing I remember the most is when they wrestled that uh, was it SummerSlam '91 when they came out in the motorcycles and everything. That's when Hawks all fucked up when they said Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah. But they just came out and they had the gold shiny shoulder pads and like, they looked so awesome. Mm-hmm. And I remember the toys you could get them at that time and they had the the wrist pads and the shoulder pads. I wanted them they're like foam spikes. Yeah. I never got them. I. Uh, but that match and the, what they wrestled Money Inc. There I think they beat Money Inc. for the tag belts at that match or or they wrestled Money Inc. But I don't know if they won or not. I can't remember. Yeah, my my two tag teams at that time where I was like they were they just fucking blew me away was was LOD and and the Steiner Bros. Okay, yeah, yeah, they were. I just remember seeing those two. I was like, oh my god, yeah. Like the they, Steiner Brothers were another team that uh, was known for just beating the hell out of job guys. Said, oh, that's Brian just replying. Like they would just put them in there, especially in NWA when where Warriors. Like I watched a lot of old NWA then when I got the network and I could. Um, they just send like two job guys in there, and they send out the LED. And I don't think they like went over anything. They said, "Hey, you're wrestling them tonight." And yeah. Some of them guys didn't even know wrestling like how it worked, and they just beat the shit out. And they pick them up and throw them and stuff. And then when we went to AWA, which Brian would probably get to this. There's two guys called the Crusher and the Bruiser, and they were like the Hogan and Macho Man, just two big guys that just brawled. And uh, when when Road Warriors came in there, they actually were the first guys like to pick them up and bump them around, and they didn't like that at all. Because it was just like, we don't leave our feet. And then you got the fucking Road Warriors thrown around. So they didn't stay there long. But they were AWA Tag Team Champions, NWA, and WWE. I believe they're the only team that did that. Because of the. And that's the top three feds in the 80s. I mean, you got the, they got the Dudley Boys, but they didn't really win the WCW. They did win. It was WCW, WWE. But, um. Once it fuzzes out. Oh, man. That is fuzzing. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Hold oh, jeez. But anyway, like for, for the '80s, probably LOD was the most successful. I don't know if Brian would get into it. There was a time there when they when they broke up and Hawk went to New Japan. Hey, yeah, just Brian. Hold on, Brian. I'm I'm before we even get you in. I have to. My stuff is really low because the uh, computer crashed. Yeah, I'm getting like a. Can you hear talk. Check check one two. Perfect. There you are. It was a weird static at first, but now we're good. Uh, yeah, I, I apologize that there's a little bit of a distortion in the background. It is a million degrees in my room, and I had to put a fan in the window. Oh, no, right. I, don't, I have we, it on low, though. We don't hear it at all. All right, so we're just going to finish the audio out. I think the whole video got corrupted. Wow. Did you lose the recording? or No, the, recording? Uh, yeah, no, the audio the auto records on its own. Oh, that's right. That's right. Good. Yeah. Good. All right. Uh, yeah, where were we at with your story? I don't know. I don't know when I when you lost me. Um, I'm not sure either. 
Okay, well, basically, uh, where I left off when I realized we were disconnected there. So, so where we left off was that they now have a heel stable in Georgia called the Legion of Doom, mm-hmm. and that we brought in a t- tag team. Joe Larn again was a, an underneath guy in Mid Atlantic. They bring him in with a guy from Canada uh, who's wrestling in the, some of the Canadian territories, Crusher Haig, and they rename them Animal and Hawk. And the rest is history, as they say, mm-hmm. uh, because pretty much overnight they're a success. They, they they always say now, like with WWE, oh, you need seven years or you need five years. You know, you can't get over right away. Bullshit. Lies. Lies. You can <laughs> get over in a week. You can yeah. get over in a night. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they did pretty much. They got over instantly and they became most likely uh, the most, if not the best tag team of all time, because obviously their teams are better workers. Midnight Express, Rock and Rolls, the Rockers, a billion of them. Uh, they are probably the most popular tag team. Oh. To the point. You're good. Are you all right there? Because we got yeah. some weird distortion on my end. Yeah, it, no, it, it cleared up. Okay, all right. Uh, to the point where in certain circles, if somebody comes out and the crowd goes insane, they will call it the Road Warrior Pop. Yeah. That's still we'll that hear today. Jim Cornette say that a lot. To this yeah. day, they'll say the Road Warrior Pop. And obviously, they, they spawned a million imitators. Uh, the Blade Runners. Mm-hmm. The, the Ultimate Warrior owes a lot of his career. The Sting, too. Uh, to the, 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 the Road Warriors. The Powers of Pain were a big one. Demolition, we brought up earlier. Even now, like, not that long ago, the Ascension. That was supposed to be, like, a new Road Warriors. And uh, so, Yikes. to this day, you're kind of feeling their, their impact. Mm-hmm. So between 1983 and 84 in Georgia, the Road Warriors became the three-time NWA National Tag Team Champions, which are the main tag titles there, one of the biggest tag titles in the country. Um, then they moved on to the AWA. They went back to Minnesota, and they spent over a year there as tag champions. I was telling Tony how they were bumping Crusher and Bruiser, and they didn't bump for anybody. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, I had a tape. I bought it at a flea market in Delaware when I lived in Delaware. And it was an AWA Road Warriors tape, and there were just two matches on there. The first, it was them against Kurt Hennig and Baron Von Raschke. Mm-hmm. And that was a big angle where it set up to the end where it was them against Kurt Hennig and Larry Hennig. Because the angle in the first match is they get, uh, they get Kurt Hennig tied up in his neck with his neck in the ropes like the thing where Cactus Jack lost mm-hmm. his ear. And they're just beating the hell out of him. He's bleeding like, like a stuck pig. And they start a riot. Like, people are running into the ring. Larry Hennig's coming in and going nuts. They're walking the Road Warriors out, and somebody throws a chair at the back of Hawk, and it just breaks on his head. <laughs> That's awesome. Like one of the fans, and they, they like the the security's going after the fans, and they they cut this great promo at the end where uh, they go like, "Tell him Hawk." He's like, "What's Larry Hennig so hot about? <laughs> just because we beat the living hell out of his son?" You're like, "Yeah, yeah, he's pretty oh, mad oh, about that." Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly why it's mad. Oh man. But it's, such a great team. Uh, one, of, one of my favorite things ever, and I can never find it anymore. I was the thing with Pro Wrestling Illustrated. We bring, up, bring that up a lot. Where they were giving away their... Um, they, were, they were doing this thing. It was like where Pro Wrestling Illustrated is going to do like personality profiles on a team. And they have Bill After interviewing the Road Warriors. Oh, boy. And, it's, and I don't think Paul... Uh, uh, I don't think Paul Ellering's there. I think it's just Talking Animal. And they're like... There are some people, and Bill Afters like, and he's, Bill Afters looks like the quintessential nerd, just like this yeah. little guy going bald, like like they could just kill him by looking at yeah, him. Yeah, soft spoken. Like, exactly, and he's like, uh, so, some people say that that the Road Warriors should be banned from wrestling. What do you think about that? And um, and Animal just goes, I don't care. <laughs> Paul, he don't care either. 
Paul, he might care a little bit. And Hogwarts goes, no, he don't. <laughs> and Adam goes, ah, Paul don't care either. That's great funny. stuff. Will, will he have to be like, oh, well, uh, I guess they don't care about that. Bill <laughs> yeah. Appleton, who had a short-lived podcast, it wasn't bad, but... Dave Cantwell and, went to college with Dave Abner's, like Bill Abner's son or something like that, or grandson or yeah, something. Somebody, yeah, yeah. So they're, they're AWA tag champions over a year, and then they move on to the NWA. And the NWA now is just basically Crockett. It's just yeah, mid-Atlantic is what it was. Uh, they won the tag titles there. They were the world's six-man champions with Dusty Rhodes because Dusty was a booker, and they wanted to tag on the hot act. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the matches, I, I put it in the group, the uh, the Facebook group we have, uh, one of the big matches happened there, and I watched it last night. It, was, uh, it wasn't the main event of Starcade 87. The main event was technically Ric Flair and Nikita Koloff. Going back to uh, when <laughs> Adam was playing college football, but that that show was called the Skywalkers, and okay. it was called that because the big sell on that match or that show was a scaffold match with uh, the Road Warriors and the Midnight Express, where they're all fighting on a scaffold like 20, 30 feet above the ring, ridiculously high, so so ridiculously high, and um, and so they they throw the Midnight Express off the scaffold, then they get Jim Cornette up there, and Big Bubba, who was the big boss man, he was Jim Cornette's bodyguard. He's supposed to catch Jim Cornette yeah. as he falls off this scaffold. And he's just kind of dangling off the bottom because they would, they would have him go on the bottom like hang like they're on monkey bars or a trapeze or yeah, something. Yeah, so the fall wouldn't be that as bad. Right. And he's just yelling, Bubba, catch me! <laughs> and he falls, and Big Bubba did not catch him, and Jim Cornette blew out a knee. Yeah, mm. I think he blew out both knees, actually. I, I did, you're right, he blew out both knees. Yeah. Yeah. And Jim Cornette doesn't like heights either, so... <laughs> He won't, he's afraid of flying. Yeah. But they, oh, they would always say, like, everybody in those scaffold matches was terrified except Bill Dundee because he was a trapeze artist. Yeah. I, but it was it was ridiculously high. Like, the scaffold was about as high as a, a cage is. But, like, you could only walk on the – they had a little gate at the end to climb up on, and that was just this platform. It's like – and a lot of the guys would be, like, so scared. They'd be, like, holding on. There's just crappy punches. I'm like, this is not a good match. <laughs> like, just lower well, it so it's not as high. That's what they did in TNA with the ones with like AJ Styles yeah. and Rhino. It was high, but it wasn't like crazy. Yeah, the high. X yeah. Division or whatever, or the Ultimate X. Yeah, they did like one actual scaffold match. It was like an X X shaped scaffold. Yeah, it was uh, AJ and Rhino. Okay, yeah, I kinda... it was a good match too. Like AJ hid under the scaffold for a while, and yeah. Rhino couldn't get to him. It was fun. <laughs> yeah, but the scaffold match. And... what a match! Yeah. Oh boy. And then um, at this time, at this time, the. By the way, one, I'm so sorry. I'm going to so many side things. Yeah, have you ever seen the scaffold match from Great American Bash 91? Was it with Steve All Austin and uh, um, PN News? PN News. Yep. <laughs> and Bobby Eaton's up there. And they don't, nobody would take the bump off the scaffold. <laughs> so they, the uh, babyface team won by capturing a flag. Yeah, oh, you had to cross the side and capture a flag. PN News, he, he looked like he was scared yeah, to pe- death. PN News just laid down in front of the flags. Like, nobody's climbing but over me. He was a big <laughs> fat rapper, Tony. And he, well, he was a shits. Yo, baby, yo, baby, yo. That was his song. <laughs> That's the only part of his song you ever heard. But, uh, yeah, PN News. Steve Austin was in that match. He had his blonde ponytail and his little multicolored shorts. <laughs> I can't remember the third person. It was like Terry Taylor or somebody, I think. I think so, yeah. Ugh, it, it, it was like Steve Austin, Terry Taylor against Ethan PN News, something like that. Not but, good. uh, at this time, the Road Warriors were also going to Japan quite a bit, too. They, uh, all Japan had a few different tag titles at the point. At that point, they won the NWA International Tag Titles, and they had a match where they unified that with the PWF Tag Titles, 
which were, and then they made the double tag titles, which I think they might still be around to this day. I know they were around well into the 90s. And the match that unified them to make that, uh, the Road Warriors lost by DQ. They lost the titles by DQ, but it's Japan, uh, <laughs> to Jumbo Saruta and Yoshiaki Yatsu. Mm. So then they had a uh, very short-lived heel turn in, in WCW. Well, it was becoming WCW at this point. Uh, they had a very short-lived heel turn. And then they also uh, turned babyface right after that in 89. They feuded with the Skyscrapers. Feuded with uh, Sid and Danny Spivey. A guy named Mean Mark was around at that point, mm-hmm. too. Nothing ever happened to that guy. Nope. Faded away. And then yeah, kind of left the business. Even Dice Morgan. Punisher Dice Morgan. <laughs> Texas Red. Yeah. Tony, that's The Undertaker. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, and I'm not, then I'm not the encyclopedia on. you guys are. Some of this is like Hebrew to me. And then they move on to WWF in the 90s. You know what WWF is? World Wrestling Federation? Yeah, I heard of that one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there they feuded with Demolition because that, that was the thing everybody always wanted. Uh, Demolition had to turn heel for it. But at that point, Axe is kind of weaned out and it's mainly Smash and Crush. They were doing six-man tags at the time, where it would be all three Demolition guys against uh, Ultimate Warrior in the LOD2. And then they uh, they kind of culminated the run. They peaked at SummerSlam 91. They beat the Nasty Boys for the tag titles. They feuded with the Natural Disasters. Very surprisingly dropped it to Money, Inc. in 92. Yeah. And then they brought back Paul Ellering. Uh, they brought back Paul Ellering, and he brought a, a ventriloquist dummy. Yeah. Rocco. Rocco. It sucked. I was you telling him to... when we were when we were waiting to reconnect with you. I was always into them and uh, the Steiner brothers. Steiner brothers. I love the Steiner brothers. One of my favorite tag teams. And I as said, well. to Tony, there's two teams that used to beat the hell out of job guys. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. They and... look like they did. I remember being a kid and be like, <laughs> they did. I was like, those guys are legit hurt. Yeah. Well, the Steiners would beat the hell out of non-job guys too. There was uh, uh, if you go back to I don't know if it was Starcade or one of the old ones, but they have a match with. It's uh, Tetsumi Fujinami and uh, Izuka, who just the guy with the big okay, claw. Okay, yeah, claw, yeah. But he's a, he's very young. He's wearing pink tights. Oh wow! I think I think this is the match that turned him down a dark path because the Steiners beat the <laughs> shit out of him. Drove him insane, and he couldn't even talk. Beat the living shit out of Izuka. Oh my god, brutal. And um, this was kind of the end of the glory days of the Road Warriors, though, because mm-hmm. in 1992, Animal Hurts is back. And a lot of those Minnesota guys, Rick Rude, Mr. Perfect, uh, Animal, there's probably a few other ones, they wound up linking up with Lloyds of London and getting insurance policies. And they would cash out on these insurance policies, but one of the stipulations was they couldn't wrestle after that. Uh, so that's when Mr. Perfect becomes a manager. That's when um, Rick Rude retired after he got hurt in that match with Sting. He never wrestled again. He was training for a comeback when he died. And so Animal is retired now. Hawk teamed with Crush for a few matches. He went to Japan, teamed with Sasaki. Yeah, but Animal razors. didn't wrestle from that point in 92 until about 95, 96. That's and uh, that's when he got a buyout on the insurance policy. They go back to New Japan. They go to WCW for a little bit. Cup of coffee. Get a cup of coffee right around the time Nitro was starting. And then early 97, it was the same Raw where ECW invaded the Manhattan Center. They came back as a surprise in, in early 97. Later that year, they beat the Godwins to win the tag titles again, but then they lost them right after that to the New Age Outlaws. Right after that is when they came back as LOD 2000. Animal has the hockey mask and, like, the short shorts. Yeah, they gave, they gave, put Sonny with them. Yeah. Sonny with them. This was they real short-lived. Later. Yeah. 
and they got rid and of that because then well, that's when they made a uh, hawk. Oh, you're a drunk drug addict in real life. We're gonna make that storyline. Uh, yeah, and Jaws was the pusher, and then he literally pushed them off the Titan. Yeah, Trump. yeah, okay. I remember watching that on TV. I was like, "What? Did we just watch him die?" Yeah, it wasn't good. No, it wasn't. It, it wasn't good. I, I could be just my brain, but he passed away like not too long after that, right? Like. It, huh? Uh, like a year? About five years later. 2003, years later. I think. 2002, somewhere around there. It was 03, yeah. I think, I think maybe the way I'm processing it, because I was younger, is I remember watching, like, that was, like, the, kind of the last time you really seen him on TV. Yeah. And then you don't he- hear anything about it, and, like, five years later, like, oh, he's dead, and you're like, oh. Yeah. I think they popped up in TNA briefly, but that was basically the end of them. Very, very briefly. Yeah. yeah. But see, I didn't watch anything yeah. else besides WWE, so, like... That was my closing to LOD was that moment yeah, where where they kind of put his real story him. on TV and then five years later he's dead and they're like yeah he had a really bad drinking problem I was like oh yeah, yeah. you know what I mean like wow <laughs> like it, it it's funny because you would always hear uh, things where like, Hulk would do stuff without animal uh, he was in ECW for a minute when ECW was first starting he did uh, some things in WCW I remember he did a feud with like Kurosawa. Okay, and yeah. uh, he was supposed to be in that War Games match before they got the Shockmaster. But at the very, very, very end of WCW, Animal came in without Hawk. He was a mystery guy in the uh, the match at Starcade, the title match at Star, the very last Starcade. And as he's coming out, that's when Sid came off the rope and snapped his leg. Mm. And it just went right to the finish, so we didn't really get in the match. And I think Scott Steiner retained his title in that match. Didn't, and then, didn't they run down and still beat up Sid, though? Like, the whole thing was a bunch of I think of they might have put the boots to him, yeah, but they didn't go after it. His, leg, his foot was just dangling. If, yeah. if you yeah. haven't seen it, it's gruesome. Yeah, I've seen the it's, injury, uh, but i never seen what happened after. But I was told that, I guess the story was, supposed to, like, they were supposed to all run out and beat up Sid, and they yeah. still ran out and did it. <laughs> like, like it was like, they were like, uh, they're boy. like, he's hurt. And they're like, well, I guess you got to get out there and beat him up now then. Tough kid. Yeah. <laughs> that is one of the most, gru- that might be the most gruesome wrestling injury I've ever seen. Yeah. That was like, his foot was just drooping. <laughs> what the? It was like what a Joe Seisman. <laughs> Thanks to Animal for taking a picture of me. He's in a Ninja Turtle costume. I guess it makes sense. He's at a comic con. Never mind. Uh, and right after that, like a few months after that, WCW is done. Yeah. And, the Road Warriors did some stuff in Japan. Uh, they There was this thing they were trying to get off the ground called the XWF. It wound up taping in what became the Impact Zone in, in, in uh, Universal for a while. Mm-hmm. And they were part of it. Like, Hogan was a part of it. Yeah, Jimmy I Hart. Think, yeah, Jimmy Hart and Brian Nobbs, I think, were running it. And so they, they were one of the central central group people in that. I think they were trying to do a few with them in Public Enemy or something, but they're called, like, the South Philly Posse or something. Mm. Uh, they did a one-shot on Raw in May of 2003. It was actually in Philly when Rob Van Dam and Kane were the tag champions before Kane lost his mask. They came in and lost to them on a Raw, and they made one appearance for TNA after that. Uh, well, actually, they did, a, they did like a run-in to make a save, and then they did a match. And they teamed with Jeff Jarrett and Dusty Rhodes to lose to Triple X, which was Christopher Daniels, Elix Skipper, and Loki, yeah. and their partner, Vince Russo. Oh, boy. Mm. No, don't go back and watch that one. Oh, my God. Uh, the final match they had, and I think that might have been their, if that wasn't their last match in America, it was their last match with a big company in America. Um, they had their final match together on July 11, 2003 in Nagata, Japan, for a, uh, a very short-lived indie company, Fighting World of Japan Pro Wrestling. They beat the Crushers, who were the Shane Twins, who were uh, the Gemini. Oh, okay, the, yeah. Uh, the Johnsons. They and, sucked. Uh, big, two big jacked-up guys, but that was it. Two big jacked-up twins, yeah. And then October 19th, 
2003 is when Hawk died. He died of a heart attack at 46. Mm. Wow, and, he was that young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. A lot, a lot of drug use, a lot of steroids, a lot of partying. Hawk mm-hmm. was a wild man. And then Animal came back to WWE in 2005. Around that time, his brother was getting a lot of power. Uh, he formed a, uh, sadly, he formed a new <laughs> Legion of Doom with Heidenreich. Yeah. They beat Eminem, John Morrison, and uh, with that fact that he was Johnny Nitro, and Joey Mercury for the tag titles. They lost them back about three months later. He very briefly teamed with Matt Hardy in 2006, but that was to set up a turn. And that was the end of his uh, run in WWE. He was just the road warrior again, dressed up like a biker again. And he was released in May 2006. That didn't last too long. He did come back one more time. And it was that time when they were building up the Raw 1000 where all the legends were beating up Heath Slater. Oh, yeah, yeah. He beat Heath Slater on an episode of SmackDown. And that was his last kind of... That was his last match, period. They're in WWE Hall of Fame, right? They have to be. I would say so, but I'm not sure. Again, yeah, I don't know. Maybe because of that lawsuit they weren't. I'm going to check right now. That's why a lot of people aren't in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, but one of the things you hear a lot, like especially since he passed, it's, it, it sucks that you have to wait until um, somebody passes to hear the great things about them. Just how good of a father he was. 2011. His son. Okay. They they were they were inducted in the Hall. Oh, of that Fame. might be when their DVD came out. Yeah. Which is very okay, good. Yeah. And and they're actually inducted with Paul Ellering too. That's cool. Wow, Paul. Who would have thought Paul Ellering would outlast them both? Yeah. yeah. Um. Like, his kids loved him. His one son, James Laurinaitis, wound up being a very successful pro football player. He was mm-hmm. a, st- uh, a standout linebacker at Ohio State. Played about three year, uh, six years with the Rams. Played a year with the Saints. He had an older son who was a, uh, a veteran. Uh, I think an Afghanistan veteran. Joseph Jr. He has a daughter who was like a power lifter. He has a bunch of grandchildren. Uh, one of the guys, I think his name is Shane Mercer. He does a lot of stuff with GCW. He had a story on Twitter about how animals there at a show one time he's like came in for the appearances like selling t-shirts and stuff like that selling gimmicks and the promoter comes in at the end he's like yeah we're short and animal paid people out of his merch money he, wow, he, he awesome. gave up some of his merch money to pay the wrestlers uh, mick foley said how he treated them as an equal the first time he came into the locker room so he heard a lot of good things from people about animal yeah and apparently he died on the wedding anniversary at that some really yeah. that sucks. fuck poor guy Natural causes, they said. So I don't. Who knows? But I mean, he a lot of steroids didn't help the heart. Mm-hmm. So it's a shame. But you know, and then there, at least he got to do the dark side of the ring. You know, the story yeah. Of Hawk. It, please, I mean, we're, Brian did a fantastic job. But it, please go watch that. Yeah, and and the WWE, the the Legion of Doom Road Warriors WWE produced DVD is it's very good. Yeah. Some of those early war games are amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh. The very first war games, I think they were in. I think it was the Horsemen. Um, if I remember right, the very first war games was uh, the Horsemen, which at that point would have been, I think Luger might have been in there by then. Okay. I think Ole was already out. I think it might have been Arn, Tully, Flair, Luger, and JJ against the Road Warriors, Dusty, Nikita, and Paul Ellering. I think that might have been the match. And the one Survivor Series team, the Ultimate Warriors, which was Ultimate Warrior, Hawk and Animal, and I believe Texas Tornado. <laughs> And they, uh, if I'm not mistaken, they were all the champions at the time too. No, yeah. no. Were they? Or maybe, maybe. No, maybe no. They were uh, tag- Warrior was Warrior was a champion. Uh, Tornado was the Intercontinental champion, but the Hart Foundation were the oh, tag okay. champs at the time. Mm. 
Uh, that's back when they would name the, the teams. And they, they put they actually put care into it. Yeah. yeah Rude's the perfect team. Yeah. Versus Rowdy's Rowdy's. Which is Mr. Perfect and Demolition. All yeah. three Demolition. Yeah. yeah. Not a perfect team. They lost. No, no, no. no. Uh, that was back when Survivor Series was actually, this is a good win. And then it became crap. Yeah. That that was the Survivor Series where The Undertaker debuted. Yeah. Yeah. How about it? Uh, yeah. But that, that's that's a, that's the story of Animal. So good job, Brian. Yeah, what Thank a you. what a fucking legend. And if you want to play as him, Retromania, Hawk and Animal will be in that. You play the legend, yeah. the legend Doom. It's been crazy. Like, some of those like WW twelve, W thirteen, they were in the few. Yeah, forty forty six. No, no, he wasn't forty six. He was 60, 60. 60. 60 even. He had just turned sixty uh, about ten days before yeah. he passed. Hawk was forty six or forty two or something like that. Forty six. Yeah. So. Hawk may have. I think Hawk may have. They were both uh, probably steroids, but yeah. Hawk, I think, probably got a little more into the party drugs. The oh yeah, the, yeah. So Hawk, yeah. Up your nose and things like that. It, it, it was his, toll, his was so bad that like Animal was like, I can't, te- I can't team with you no more. Yeah. Man. And then like, Hawk went over to Japan. It, it seems like there's a uh, trend. Well, some of the some of the uh, some of the teams are both assholes. Um, some of the teams are both kind of decent dudes, but. There seems to be a trend with a lot of teams where one of the guys is super cool and one of the guys is like, oh, that guy. Yeah. Uh, them, Dudleys, um, quite a few. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a shame. You definitely, definitely, um, if they're not your number one, they have to be in your top three. LOD. It all depends what you're looking for. Like, if you're just looking to, like, I want to watch great matches, like, great technical matches the rock and roll express were better yeah the midnight express were better but like when you're like for me if somebody's like who was the best tag team it's the road warriors yeah for like a smash mouth team you know they're probably the most successful until the dudley boys and then Dudley boys made me a little bit more successful for the time they're both in i don't know about even yeah i mean like if i hardy boys yeah but like because the Dudley Boys were successful in different in other, feds, and, and other same feds. with yeah. Legion of Doom, Demo, um, Road Warriors. Yeah, and, and and when the Road Warriors were in as a tag team, they were on top at a lot of places. They were main eventing AWA yeah. shows and Georgia and shows. It's, and it's crazy how many teams have come through to try to re re spark that magic in WWE, and it just hasn't yeah. hit. And, I mean, realistically, tag teams in today's standards, is there any? Tag teams on the main, on main TV who are who just really get you excited. Well, definitely not in WWE. <laughs> I mean, AEW. Yeah, I love FTR. Yeah, I, I, I love FTR. But I'd say the best tag team. Does FTR right still give you the same excitement of when you heard the Road Warriors well, music? No. Hit? Nothing but, in wrestling. Yeah, but they're, they're different team. characters, and they they came out to Iron Man when they were in NWA. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I love FTR. I think they're super talented, yeah. but it's just like it's a different. It's, it's dynamic, yeah. I guess you could say. You know, I, I think the closest I got to a team where I was like, "Oh my god, this can be something." Is when when uh, to like Team Angle and Shel- like even when they were doing like the Charlie uh, Charlie I mean, Haas and Shelton Benjamin, our, our world's greatest tag team, and then when they were doing it again with uh, Jason Jordan and oh, okay, Charlie, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, "Oh, these could be this could be something." Yeah. And then AOP, I was like, "This could be something." And, and then, then they went just, to the main roster, gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then even New Japan, like that's one thing they really lack is good tag teams. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they throw two good, two big main vendors together, but like, I don't like that. I like, you know, good tag yeah. Team. I mean, listen, there's tons of good tag teams out there. Just it's it's 
I don't know. Maybe it's one of those things where, like, back in my day, it was yeah. so much better. Well, I mean, to, to achieve, like, main event status with a tag team, it's hard. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and they did. They did more than anybody. Like I, I love the Dudleys, and I guess they were main event in ECW. But I can only think of one main event they ever had in WWE, and it was against the Undertaker, and it was yeah. goofy. Yeah, one of the very Paul Bearer and Concrete. Yeah. yeah. All right, Brian, what do you got to plug? Murder my dude. Uh, we just put out episode. I want to say eighty two, eighty three. Uh, very very cool episode. We went back to the old Hollywood again. Uh, some mysterious deaths. A, a woman named Thelma Todd, who was a very famous actress at the time, she went to a party. Uh, she was found dead in her car, but there uh, looked like carbon monoxide poisoning. But if you hear some stories, she had two cracked ribs and a broken nose, too. Mm. How did that happen? Uh, it's very mysterious. It's we strong, had a strong uh, carbon monoxide. Yeah. Uh, the, another guy who uh, helped discover the Three Stooges. He allegedly got beat up at a bar. He went to a hotel, like all beat up, was found by a wrestler at the time, Man Mountain Dean. Uh, so there's a lot of confusion around his story. Uh, I know the thing I put out on Facebook, we have a lot of uh, fun things. We have that. We have lover's triangles. We have the mob is involved in some of these. We had somebody get run over with a golf cart. Uh, anything you want. We have it on Murder My Dude this week. Go check it out. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, Project2annoy.com is the website, or just look up Murder My Dude on any podcast service. And they have merch and everything. Go support. Go get mm-hmm. some T-shirts. Help them out. Uh, Andy, what do you got? Uh, like, I always plug Outbreak Wrestling on YouTube, Outbreak Quarantine. Uh, they had the two-part episode, the Believe uh, show was up, which there's a promo of me on the second part. And uh, coming soon will be the, what do they call it? The uh, the cup. Yeah, the con- Contagion. Contagion cup. Get it? Are so, you in yeah. it? No, I'm not in that, actually. So uh, that was a. Uh, it's uh, I believe it's four four way matches, and the winners go on. So it's, it's something like that. But that, that should be pretty cool. So they uh, obviously they got taped enough. So there's a, we find out who the winner is then eventually. Yep. Uh, check out the best of PPW mm-hmm. uh, on WYLN or their Facebook and YouTube page. Um, and you could also check out Andy and get a blue and gold T-shirt. Yes. And you can see Andy on Monday nights on Truth Behind Illusion, our little spooky podcast. Um, we. We are going to be doing our first on-location podcast in the Jim Thorpe Prison. Yes, October 10th. Really cool. Yeah, like, that's awesome. Pretty cool stuff. And then we're going to be going to Gettysburg um, just to hang out for the day and then record afterwards. So a lot of cool stuff gotta, going on. you got to talk to the new owners and get a tornado tag at the Flagstaff in Jim Thorpe. There we go, the Flagstaff. Yeah. I love the Flagstaff. <laughs> um, Old ECW uh, stopping yeah. grounds. <laughs> All right, well, that'll do it for uh, – Tornado. I almost said no rain checks. That'll do it for tornado <laughs> tag. Here is some no rain checks. Um, if you did come back and check out the audio only, thank you. We the video did go out. Our computer took a little crap on us, but uh, uh, thank you for sticking with us and uh, coming over to the audio to catch the end there. And we'll see you guys next next week, hopefully live. If we don't have any more issues, but uh, we're out of here. See ya. Bow.